I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to episode 59 of Ready Player 2. Uh, it's been a long time, but we didn't forget any of you. We did do a podcast, uh, but it, it, well, it, it fucked off. There was a couple of technical problems uh, resulting in one of our number ending up in hospital. So I'm pretty sure that you can forgive us for completely losing it. Um, tonight was almost a complete bust as well, but it was all right because we, we went down the road and there was a couple of drunks lying around near a local pub and we picked them up and we got them on the podcast. So say hello to John. Hello. And Alex. Hello. Uh, and Lewis is here as well. Hello. Hello. And I'm Rich. Uh, they're not really drunk, so we found out at a local pub. We've imported them. John, uh, some people might know from Twitter as... You're, are you Protofile on Twitter? I am indeed. Alex, are you on Twitter? I am. And what's your what's your Twitter thing? It's Alex underscore Z, Z-E-D. There you go. Uh, are you like Lord Z? <clears throat> yeah, something like that, yeah. Exactly like Lord Z. We have Lord Z on the podcast. Right, that's oh, amazing. amazing. Maybe I'm related. Who knows? So we, we haven't got... But this is what we're doing now. We're getting other podcasters in because our scheduling is absolutely fucking terrible and we can't always get all of us on at the same time. So as I said, the last podcast didn't really happen. Uh, we spoke about loads of really things. Just think about it as the most amazing podcast that would have ever, ever come out of this show. And unfortunately, it's just disappeared down the hole of other shitty podcasts that we lost. Um, so instead, we're probably going to talk about and rehash half the games that we spoke about in that podcast tonight. Does that sound all right to everybody? Sounds good to me. Yeah, yeah. perfect. Sounds fucking amazing. Right, we're all going to start talking about the games that we've spoken about that we've played in the last god month or however long it's been. Should we talk about the elephant-sized thing in the room first? Because there's one game that basically we've all played. I think actually about two games that we've all played, but one major game that we've all played that we're probably going to spend half the podcast talking about, and uh, and that's Tembo the Badass Elephant. No, it's not. It's not that. It's not that. It's Fallout 4. Oh, yes. And what are we all playing this on first? Xbox One. Xbox One. And I've got it on PC as well, but Xbox One. Oh, is that, is it, was that to try and like reclaim some dignity? Okay. <laughs> um, PC for me. PC for me as well. Okay. That's a good start. Um, what's the experience like, just for starters? On PC, I've, most people will know that I've got a not particularly new computer, bearing in mind the processor is eight years old. Um, and I was really surprised that actually Fallout 4 works fucking beautifully on my rig. Um, without any problems at all, apart from the normal crashes and glitches that you'd expect from any Bethesda RPG. What's the experience like on the Xbox One? Been pretty flawless for me, to be honest. Yeah, but you've not left like the starting top corner because you've just been doing everything there. It's just like twenty hours of running around. Have you just been building, building a massive like den, basically? That is a lie, John. That is an utter lie. It sounds pretty accurate. Yeah, I've been to the the other corner. <laughs> <laughs> you've been to the Red Rocket. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Where's Chewbacca? 
I mean, you're not really a wasteland explorer at the moment, are you? No, no, that's not not entirely true. I've done some, uh, quite a lot of bits and pieces. I've been doing a lot of exploring this evening, but um, other than that, no, I've not found a massive amount on my game. But I've I basically built the Red Rocket into a, a fully functional, self-sufficient base, and then decided actually this is a shit place for a base, so dismantled it all. <laughs> And sent everyone elsewhere. Oh, wait, wait, there's nobody at my Red Rocket in my game. It's a bit of a shame, actually, that we've got nobody here that's got the game on the PS4, because I was I would have been interested to find out whether there were more bugs on the PS4 than there were on the other platforms. My experience of this kind of game, certainly on the PS3, is that it is that they tend to be more buggy on the PlayStation platforms. As, does anybody know anybody who's got it on the PS4? No. Does anybody know anybody with a PS4? I've got yes, one. I, I've got a PS4, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> why, why would I... See, that? that's why I bought it on Xbox One, because of my previous experiences with Bethesda titles on the PlayStation. Yeah. But actually, reports say that it runs better on the PS4 this time around. Like, there's no, there's no like, save file bloating and things like that. That was a big thing for Skyrim, wasn't it? The, the bigger your save file got, more you explored, the, the slower the system ran. Oh, it was like killing the RAM. Whereas this time, it's actually running. It, apparently, it runs better. Like I've had zero frame. I've had moments where I've stopped, where I've had zero FPS because like, I've entered an area in Boston, and it's just gone right. There's a metric ton of stuff you've not discovered yet, and it'll freeze for a second or two. Literally, like ever so small. Apparently, that's not in the PS4 version. It streams a lot better from the RAM. Oh, okay. Well, the thing is, you expect, you expect this kind of thing from Bethesda games. To be perfectly honest, with a game like this from Bethesda that's only just come out, I wouldn't at all be surprised if I was playing it for two hours and then suddenly it bent me over and started rogering me over my desk. That's the kind of glitch that you would expect from a Bethesda game this early in the day. But I've been fine. I really haven't seen very many problems at all. I mean, it's crashed your desktop probably twice, but both times it quick save reasonably recently. I haven't had any save file corruption. Although I do save like a motherfucking ninja the majority yeah, of the time. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Because I know that sooner or later it's going to happen. To be fair, I, I haven't had any issues at all with my PC version. Like, none. It hasn't crashed ever. Um, I can't figure out where the save files are, which is unusual. They're not, they're oh, they're in, in there. They're, they should be in your My Documents, My Games. And the cloud. Like, oh, there it is. Well. Yeah, yeah. There you go. They, I already had, I had to do that because the there cloud save wasn't working properly. So I had to transfer it. No, they're all like 6, 7 meg. That's fine. Um, and. The only thing I had was I went to do to go and talk to um, a guy. Um, where I'm trying to think of the part of the mission I was in without spoiling too much. But you're at the top of this bit of motorway that's all smashed up, and you have to go and talk to this bloke at the end. And opposite where he was, there was this big um, industrial estate sort of thing. And at the top of it, there was two of those whirly birds going round. And every time I went to talk to him, it would just—he would just like get—he would just go, "I'm not—I'm not interested in talking to you. I want to see what they're doing." <laughs> And I oh, tried. Oh, you just walk away. Deacon. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Deacon, that was it. The Deacon yeah. mission. And yeah. I was that's like, happened, what the that's hell? happened to me so many times because they put the whole thing in where you can walk away mid conversation, can't you? So they don't yeah, want yeah. to pin you but into so conversation. Can they? Yeah, so yeah, yeah they, they can, can as well. Fuck, they? It's so fucking annoying. <laughs> so I had to go and kill everything that was over there, <laughs> so that his and then come back, so exactly, so I could talk to him long enough. NPCs yeah. with ADD, excellent. To tell As him with... about his uh, his goddamn um, uh, Geiger counter, that was it. Yeah. Oh yes, it's the Geiger counter thing, and it's like, is it like, dude? If you, I have to listen to you say that one more time. Yeah. My annoyance is dog meat because I use dog meat because I think he's the least obtrusive shitbox out of a lot of them. 
And um, but every time I get back to town, I'm like, right, dog meat. I don't really understand how this has worked. But while we were on our travels, I've inserted a shit ton of stuff up your a-hole because I couldn't carry all of it. <laughs> yes. Um, so you need to come yeah. here now, give it all to me so I can dump it in this mythical workbench that can somehow carry all of it. And you walk up to him and like push talk to, and he goes, yeah, and fucks off. <laughs> and it's like, no, come back. I'm already over encumbered. I can't chase you. Just come here. Um, <laughs> That, yeah. yeah, that's the fr- that's the frustration I'm having with it. But I, other than that, do you know what? It's not it's not too much of a problem. So those of you that are playing on the um, Xbox One, do you miss the bushes? Now you might not know this if you've not seen it, but I, I'm the, one of those saddos that watches the requisite comparison videos. This is what the game looks like on the PS4, and this is what it looks like on the Xbox One, and this is what it looks like if you're amazing and you've got a PC. <laughs> and I was watching the videos. And there's a couple of them, and pretty much the only the only people that make these videos are um, either console gamers who have discovered that a game for some reason manages to look just as good on a console as it does on a PC, or PC gamers that are trying to rub console gamers' faces in it. And that's what this these videos are. But the only thing that's missing is a couple of bushes. And to be perfectly honest, I could do without half the fucking bushes in the game, because the NPCs can all see through them, and I fucking can't. So when yes. I'm in the middle of a firefight, they're just quite happily popping my eyeballs out, and I can't. I don't even know where they are. So have you missed it? Does it matter? Do you care? That I'm not a fan of the bush, no. I'm not a fan of the bush. I have heard that. <laughs> Anybody else? Does it look perfectly fine on the Xbox One? You, I mean, because it's not the most graphically intense game anyway. No, no. I've, I've had no issues. Uh, the only thing that's... Um, like a, a, I've not noticed any bush issues. Um, <laughs> however, I do have... A, I don't know if anyone else has noticed this. Maybe you, John. But... Some of my NPCs in Sanctuary end up on the roofs of the buildings. Yeah, yes. Preston loves camping out on top of uh, the house with a workshop and stuff in it. I had to build a set of stairs so <laughs> just to I, get to him. Yeah, I I was cruising around and I did one of the, the missions for Preston and it says, return to Preston. So I did, and I followed my map marker and I ended up back at Sanctuary and I was like, where the fuck is he? He should be directly in front of me. In fact, I should be in him right now. No. And um and I couldn't find him. So in my in my sanctuary I built like a pagoda, uh, which is about three stories or f- four stories tall. I stood at the top and I was like, What what the fuck is that? What that's Preston stood on the roof of a building. He's just messing around. Staring on the into, He's looking for you. Staring <laughs> into the middle distance. I was like, what Listen. the fuck are you doing up there? So I then had to build a set of stairs to climb up there to go and talk to him. And so I'd be like, what Like, what the fuck are you doing up here? Why are you stood on the roof, you fucking loon? And he's like, <laughs> general. Yeah. Has anybody else got a level tower? Oh, what, sorry? Have you done this? A level tower? I don't know whether this is a thing or whether it's just me, but when I get back to Sanctuary, because I'm, I'm kind of fucking bone idle, I get back to Sanctuary because that, that's the place that I just use. I can't be bothered to colonize anywhere else because I can't see the point. Um, but you get back to Sanctuary, you unload all of your shit, you spend half an hour chasing dog meat around so you can pull mythical junk out of his <laughs> asshole, and you kind of go, right, I'm going to upgrade all my gear now and like put some more stuff on my power armor, and then I'm going to fuck off again. And then you go, well, hang on a minute. I don't want to level up my power armor to like grade C because if I get one more point in armor, I can go up to grade D. And I'm like, and that's hair away from leveling. So I'm like, oh, fuck, this is really annoying. What I'm going to do? And then I worked out that if you place a segment of a building down, any piece of any building, you get six XP. 
So I've got a tower, who's, which is the sole purpose is so that I can just build new stuff, so I can get that little bit of a level that I'm missing, so that I can go and level up and then gear up my power armor before I fuck off again. It's a good trick. Um, there's a couple of other tricks as well, but I don't want to give any of them away. But the um, but yeah, I've got that, and I've just got I've got a trick stuff. going out into the wasteland and doing stuff. Well, I do that as well, but I like to be properly geared when I do that. <laughs> It's it's funny because uh, I didn't really play Fallout Three at all because I had a when I was told to play it I had Windows Eight and it didn't really work on that it just crashed no. all the time so I was like great I'm not going to play this game because it crashes far too much. So you played it on your PS3? Oh wait. Oh wait, I do have a PS3 actually. Yeah, but it <laughs> ran like a pile oh, of crap. Did it? So. Oh, okay. So so subsequently people are talking to me about oh have you done a lot of crafting and stuff with buildings and sanctuary and I'm like what? <laughs> So you look it up online, it's like, oh, you can build a whole town. Oh, I totally missed that. And um, yeah, I haven't done it, any of that. Although it's I have not seen entirely video... obvious, to be fair. No, yeah, exactly. So, they they, yeah, they, it, they uh, show you that you can do it, and I'm thinking, well, why? Why do I want to do that here? There's a, there's a lot that's not very obvious. I mean, I'm I'm hardly an electrician in real life, but I'm pretty sure that my network of random cables that I struggle <laughs> all over the place should not make any sense. <laughs> I, yes. I, it, I must... took me, it probably took me the better part of an hour to work out just how to connect a cable to something. <laughs> And then I and then I spent absolutely ages with pylons trying to put trying to connect the generator that's on the roof of the like <laughs> gas station to the or the workshop whatever it is to the water reclaiming thing that I put all the way out in the bloody river right all the way at the front of town and then right at the end I realised I can just put a fucking generator right next to it. Yeah, uh, that's, <laughs> that's exactly. <laughs> if you look at if you look at where I've built that that teleporter down into that place under the ground um, later on, have you guys done that teleporter? What? Yeah, you have, the... you have to build a teleporter. I'm not. Oh, okay, I'm not. I'm trying not to give up too much weight. So, so that was my first experience, and you have to build this massive great structure. Oh, it, it will depend to... which faction you go with. What yeah, faction yeah, did yeah. you go with um, for that? Oh, the the railroad. Ah, uh, went with Brotherhood of Steel. Okay. Okay. So, oh wait, yeah, you're gonna avoid... choose. See, I haven't got. I've... I don't think I've got this far. I, 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 right, so where are we all so we don't spoil it? I finished it, so there's no spoilers. Well, hang on, because we've got people listening as well, so we can't really ask everybody. <laughs> no, I think the problem is the safest thing to, to do. Steer away from, if we talk okay, about game okay. mechanics, but steer away from no, any fine. actual like core storyline things. All but right. Okay. The, uh, right, look, we're going to talk about Fallout 4 for probably the entire fucking time. <laughs> However, let's talk about a couple of key elements. Okay. Weapon yes. and armor upgrades. What do people think about these? This is bollocks. <laughs> I, I, we, we, weapon uh, upgrades, phenomenal. Armor yeah. upgrades. Armor weapon upgrades. Weapon upgrades are, are fine, <laughs> but armor upgrades are bollocks because before you could just, oh yeah, I want to repair this piece of armor with this ar- this armor, this armor, and this armor. You can't yeah. do that anymore. We don't need to repair well, armor, do you? Unless it's unless it's um, well, power for, armor. The power armor you do, but yeah, the rest yeah. of the armor you don't. Yeah, but I like if I'm over encumbered, I want to keep as much of the like surplus armor that I have on me that I'm not using mm-hmm. so I can then sell it later on but okay. it just you can't do that anymore so I end up having to get rid of some here's a big tip for anybody that's that, that, anybody really go get so far into the Brotherhood of Steel stuff mm. you'll be able to have get your own vertebrate so if you're oh, encumbered, really? you chuck down a flare, and then you can fly anywhere. Like you don't manually fly it; you select where you want to go. Oh, so yeah, that, yeah, and you so, can so, so you, so you can shoot to... out of the side of it with a, a gatling gun. Yeah, yeah with a little bit of ammo. I cheesed. Has, has everybody done the castle? No, without going into no, story. I purposely, I purposely decided not to do that so far. I've been spending all my time okay. going around and doing side quests and stuff and exploring. Well, there's a there's a bit with that that's quite difficult 
Um, and I ended up cheesing it with my vertebird because oh, really? I just, I just, I sat, th- I just sat in the vertebird and went for like 30 seconds. <laughs> Rapid fire so. wanking. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Spin chamber yeah. wanking. The, the, um, I love the weapon upgrades. I must admit the armor upgrades are a bit dull. I normally go with a, a stealth... In almost every Bethesda game that I play, I normally go with a stealth class. And I just wander around pickpocketing everybody and doing that whole thing where you put a grenade in somebody's pocket and then walking away chuckling to yourself and all that kind of stuff. Um, and in this one, I played the game for a while without using the power armor because I couldn't be bothered with it because I didn't want it to run out of like juice and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Also, and I don't know if you guys have had this happen to you, be fucking careful because I took the power armor somewhere and I was really low on whatever the fuck you call the fusion thing, really low on the core thing. So I got out. Because when it runs out, you start moving really slowly. So I yeah. got out of it and ran off while I was in the middle of a firefight, killed most of the stuff, and then went back to get in my power armor. And they ran Raider had, No, a raider had got in it. Yeah. So they <laughs> were right. shooting me from inside my own bastard power armor. So I had to I had to kill the guy and destroy most of my power armor in order to get the bloody stuff back. So you've got you supposedly you're supposed to take the fusion core out of it to stop that from happening. But yeah, uh, another but, big yeah. tip then. If you've got a human companion, most human companions, they can get inside the power armor. Even if it runs out, they can use it normally. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. So mine ran out. I gave it to my companion, and she's just running around going tra la 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 la. And I'm like, power armor moving fine. All good. Does it does it not reduce the amount of armor and stuff they got from it, or does it just stop the movement? Is that all it is that all it's meant to do? It doesn't well, they, matter. They, they, they still get a, a certain amount of armor, and yeah. uh, they I don't, don't know they, get any strength. So they can carry more. Yeah, did it? it do, it's just protection for them. Uh, yeah, yeah. But they could. They, they they don't use fusion cores, so it runs out. Not? You give it Motherfucker. to them. Motherfucker! Yeah, yeah, yeah it's stupid. Yeah, you, that's what I mean. So you give it to them. You yeah. can walk around normally, <clears throat> pardon me, or at least use a buff out and you know and, and fast travel or whatever, um, and then they get your power armor back to your base. So, or you could just do bring up the console and do TGM and then it no. runs out. We know GT. We know yeah. motherfucking GT. But there's a little put, one. I've put out saying that they are going to look at how that affects the gameplay in future patches, so I'd be careful. Why? Why would they put leave Because them it's in? cheating. Yeah, but it's cheating. There's been a bunch of people complaining. Apparently, they have had technical support requests by people who have said that their save file has all gone fucked up. And they've looked into an awful lot of these requests, and they've had people send over their save files to try and work out what's gone wrong and all this, all this stuff. And it turns out that the majority of these people have used the console to cheat. And so now Bethesda <laughs> is saying, if you use the console, there is a higher risk of you corrupting your save file because you've got stuff. But it's just like, well, don't... That's fair don't enough. And also, if you cheat and then something goes wrong, just cheat again. Yeah. That's a problem. I know. <laughs> I know weird. I haven't, I haven't done it and I'm not going it to is, do it because I enjoy is, playing the game. There is some stuff in there that I find... Uh, like, uh, I haven't used too many. Literally, the God Mode one when I couldn't be bothered well basically when my cores ran out and then also <laughs> also the encumberment thing if, if if I found I wasn't strong enough to hold I'm beginning to realise why people are so holding. much further ahead than me now <laughs> like, this, is, this is fucking hard god there's some god <laughs> that's it I've just been spending most of my time exploring anyway look we're going to be speaking about Fallout 4 for yes, absolutely ages and if people don't give a crap about it then they've probably already turned off but what would be I'm going to start with each of you, but what would be your standout thing? What, what's the reason that you think that this is just a brilliant, brilliant game and possibly better than previous either Fallout or Bethesda games in general? Lewis? It's it's what Fallout New Vegas should have been. 
I see. I loved Fallout New Vegas. I thought it was so much better than three. It still feels like a Fallout game, but they've expanded on Fallout Three, as opposed to just kind of making minor tweaks that realistically could have been um, DLC. It was、they've、like just, an add-on, wasn't it? That's basically what yeah, it was.、Um, they've actually expanded on the the core gameplay, so and they've made improvements. And actually, they've not changed a massive amount for the negative. Okay, yeah. So they fixed things that you wanted them to fix, but they've not actually gone too far down the route of fucking things up. Yeah, they haven't changed the game significantly, so it's, it's which a lot of people、fucked. would say is a bad thing. But actually, a lot of people really love Fallout Three. Well,、so. yeah, and I I always maintained that as long as Fallout Four plays like Fallout Three, I'll be happy, and I'm happy. As, like, long as, the, as long as the ending isn't a rambling bag of dicks like Fallout Three, then I'll be I'll be perfectly fine. Yeah, exactly.、Stupid. No comment. Yeah, <laughs> Alex, what's what's your favourite thing? What's your standout thing about Fallout Four? Um, well, Skyrim with guns, you know,、uh, having re- having played an awful lot of time into Skyrim,、um, to come along and you know get to play Fallout properly this time and and kind of enjoy it. And not realise that it was a Bethesda game properly until about an hour into the game when I saw the lockpick thing and I was like, "Oh, this is just like an oh, wait a minute, <laughs> oh, and then he、um, dropped." And it's obviously not anywhere near as drab and depressing as Skyrim. And the storyline is quite compelling for me. I'm really that's why I'm just literally sticking with the story, trying to get through that at the moment, see sort of what happens. Okay,、um, and not L, not L, <laughs> John. What's、uh, your what's your favourite? Okay. What's your standout thing? I'm not Cal L. I'm not L.、Um, it's the companion system. For me, it,、oh, okay. it's it's really good. I, I've only maxed out two companions because I I felt attached to them. You know, like they chime in on conversations because obviously it's got the new cinematic type camera angle, hasn't it? Where it's not yeah, just、mm, yeah. their face and then they just walk off really rude unless you're doing the deacon mission.、Um, <laughs> and and they chime in. You know, if you say something and and they like it, they'll be, they'll they'll chime in and chip in. And it, it it's a great step forward. Um, for me, for for immersion, is this something that I need to do? Because I'm just using dog meat, and his dialogue options are very limited. Yeah, the, that's yeah, it. You know, pretty much yeah. it. And I、oh, yeah. stop pulling things out of my ass. That's pretty much what he says. Who, who are you guys using as companions at the moment?、Dog、I know、meat. Rich obviously is using dog meat. It's just because I'm lazy. I really should use the other ones because I know that they. Because you can make them like you or hate you or whatever, but、yeah. they unlock storyline options and missions、yeah. later on as well. Dog meat just doesn't、um, do so. And perks. The dog meat does have a perk with him, doesn't it? I don't, I'm not sure what it is. I've got no idea. It's reckoning based. Like, like I went with、um, the main one I used on my on my first playthrough was it was a、uh, Piper, and her perks call gives you double experience when you discover a new location and win a, a conversation challenge, which is、uh, pretty cool. Right, okay. Um, oh. And her story is quite good. You know, I, yeah, I, need, not... I need to get into all of this. What level are you guys out of interest? Twenty-four,、uh, twenty-three, exactly, exactly the same as me. I'm twenty-four, sixteen over here. So I've not done any side missions at all.、Uh, see, I've, been, I've done tons and tons and tons of side missions. That's funny, I've isn't just, it? I've just spent ages base building. Yeah, <laughs> you said yeah. at the beginning of this that you hadn't done that. Uh, no, I have. I have. Such a massive liar. I build bases and then I go. Oh, I can't be asked with this base. And then I just decommission it.、Uh, like, <laughs> Do you, like rip it down. Yeah, you don't like have beds. Fuck you. Just mothball it and then、yeah. send people to other places. See, I've not even tried doing that. I need to try the other companions. I need to. I need to expand more into the whole base building system. I've not put any skill points into the base building or, or 
uh, well, you, you know, don't you don't the leader, need to, the local you, leader, but stuff it's, or whatever it is. it's kind of additional. Oh, the perks, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. If you're base building and you're doing it properly, like like Louis is, then you want to take the the perks that enable you to do trade routes because then yeah, yeah. they all share your resources. So you don't have to be like, well, I've got a good sanctuary to repair. Um, all your junk and stuff shared amongst your base as long as you send people to be traders and stuff. So Yeah, I'm sure there's good reasons to do it. My, my favourite thing so far in the entire game, the thing that's really made this one stand out for me, is the attention to detail. And there's always that in Bethesda games anyway. There's always there's that in Skyrim, there's that in previous Fallout games. But the attention to detail in this particular game just seems to be so fine. You know, you go every area, considering this is a desolate wasteland, and let's face it, pretty much everything visually looks very similar. You've all got, you know, you've got broken down buildings, you've got washed out colours, even though in this game, the colour palette is much better than it has been in previous games. It doesn't look all grey and drab and washed out. There is blue sky and green uh, toxic, you know, storms and all this kind of stuff that makes the, the weather system's better. great. Yeah, 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 yeah that's quite cool. But the, the attention, the attention to detail when you go into buildings and the, the placement of corpses and the little pieces of storyline that you pick up and the um, the uh, computer terminals that you can hack and you find out what happened in that particular area and the whole thing just really feels it all adds to the storyline and it gives it the storyline because you could run into a building just go yeah bang 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 kill all of the shit done and leave so it says cleared on the map but actually if you spend time reading everything picking up all the little things that you find there there's a story to that particular area and you you pick it up as you go through it and it's completely irrelevant to the grand in the grand scheme of the game but it's really nice. To it makes it feel like a end. living world, doesn't it? It makes it feel like an area that they haven't just gone, okay, we need something here. They've gone, right, we, we need something here, and this is the story behind it, and this is what we're going to do with it, and this is what we want to, the, the player to take away from it. I think it's brilliant. I think it's absolutely amazing. It, is, it feels so much more engrossing than, than the previous games. The, the holotape so system is fantastic. Yeah, and obviously there are tapes in three and stuff, but there seems to be a holotape in every, main, every building you have to load to enter. Yeah, you I, know, might like, sound, I, I, I might sound really geeky here. I might sound really geeky, but I really want metadata on the items. And if you don't, if people don't know what that is, and I apologise, but I really want to be able to go into my pit boy and look at a holotape or something and bring up a thing that tells me where I found it, and <laughs> what, like when I found it and stuff like <laughs> there, that. There might because be a mod for that. You never I know, can't might, remember. I one. can't remember half of this shit. I don't know where I got it. And every now and again, I'll be running around in the middle of a fight or something. I'll go, oh, look, a holotape or something. I'll pick it up and it'll come up and say, found mercenaries holotape or some really arbitrary naming thing and then i'll after i've killed everybody i'll go what was the name of that thing i picked up <laughs> then i've got to search through my inventory to figure out what I it was i just play it straight away if it's on the floor i just press x and it just plays it straight away no oh, see i, I don't know what it is on pc the key oh, i don't know so, so if you like that kind of stuff then there is and i only discovered these on my second playthrough there are radio antennas scattered around the map that you have to activate yes. and these satellite relays like come out and, and stuff and they give you loads of new radio stations and i've discovered areas and quests in, from listening to like, the radio stations yeah yeah i'm only like nine nine hours into my second playthrough and i've discovered so much already that i didn't even know existed i must after admit, like 50 odd hours previously. i got i found a few of those where it goes oh you know picked up a radio station you go to play it and it's really crackly and then you're supposed to kind of walk in different directions and then you start getting beeps and the beeps get closer together as you get closer to the source of it and then you unlock something after my second time of doing that i was just like fuck it if they want to be found they can fucking wave a flag or something they can piss off <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well with these uh, these antennas make it easier to do stuff uh, right okay they, 
they, they, you, on when you walk it around, you'll it'll literally look like a radio antenna on your on your. Yeah, uh, I've done a couple of radar push a button and it sends this sends the thing up to the top of the tower, doesn't it? Yeah, and yeah, they, yeah, yeah. yeah, I found mutants having conversations and stuff through that, and it's it's and uh, yeah, it's pretty damn cool. I just I just love it. It's, it's, it's one of those if you don't play. Bethesda games. If you're not an RPG player, if you have no interest in the likes of Skyrim or Fallout or something like that, then I'm not going to apologise for this conversation because it's a big ass game and it is something that we're going to talk about. But I think it's probably an acquired taste, and a lot of people have got that taste. But if you're not into mm-hmm. it, then you just you're just not going to care or be interested no, in indeed. whatsoever. The um, we're going to have to get away from Fallout 4, but one just quickly one thing: Death Claws. Oh. <laughs> yeah, see, now that's the, that's the reaction a Deathclaw should elicit. In previous Fallout games, they've just not been that scary. In this, I've got two two things with them. The first one is, good fucking grief. They are hard, aren't they? They are ridiculously, ridiculously hard. The second problem, well, not problem, but the second thing with them is, aren't they really pointless? Like, enormously pointless. I have not come to a point with a Deathclaw, other than the first time you come across one, where it feels like it's driving storyline or or feels kind of epic. Normally they just turn up and it's like, oh God, I've got to deal with this fucker now. You just want to run away. There is an awesome side quest later. Right. That changes that. It it, it makes you um, see them in a completely different light. Okay. It's really, really good. If you ever get get one where you have to decide, uh, well, basically there's... Don't give it away. (laughs) No, no, no. I'm going to tell you the location. where is it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to tell you the location. Uh, it's um, the Witchcraft Museum. It's on the east side of the map. It's and it's basically Salem, the, the, the story of Salem in Fallout. And it, and at the end, you have a very big decision to make because that's one thing I've noticed. There aren't a lot of decisions in, in this Fallout. You know, the, you don't really. They tend to the be mi- no. They tend to be micro decisions, don't they? They're, they're in terms of the side quests. You can make a choice yeah, whether yeah. you kill somebody or don't and stuff like that, but it doesn't affect yeah. the grand scheme of things. No, and, and the main story didn't really have any until like the the back third. Right. It wasn't. It wasn't because I, I on my first playthrough, I played all four factions all the way up to the to the point where it, the game told me if you do this, these will you know these won't like it, etc. So I got like up really far with all four factions, and then I had to then decide on one, which I didn't mind, but I would have liked to have been locked out previous, you know. So then it, each game, each playthrough would have been different. Then you know I would have been forced to play the game differently. One one thing that oh, we're going to talk about this all night. No, screw it. I'm not going to bring anything else <laughs> up. Bollocks. We're gonna. We're no, no. It's fine. It's fine. I, I re- can I'm I just, just say... this is the kind of game I can talk. No, you're not. Not allowed. Banned. No, no. It's on, it's, it's, it's a thirty second thing. Does Paladin Dance sound like George Clooney? He does. Good God! Good God! I thought that was going. It's not him. It's not him. But it's not him. Just like him. It does sound sound like him. I couldn't. I I couldn't work who work out who it was that he sounded like. But now you've said it, I can see it. I was. Have you seen the Dance Dance Revolution picture that's going around? No. It's just. It's just Paladin Dance doing Dance Dance, but it's spelled like his name. It's amazing. <laughs> I was actually sat there the entire time I was doing those quests going, is that fucking George Clooney? I had to Google it in the end. <laughs> yeah. Because I, I was just so convinced that it was George Clooney. I was just like, this guy sounds exactly like him. I can't, I can't believe somebody else has said that. I'm glad it wasn't going go. a bit mental. Yeah, I thought it was as well. Right, anyway, then. go on before we yes, We need to stop talking hours. about Fallout 4 because there's going to be a cross section of people that really don't give a shit about it. And to those people, I say, get better taste. Um, all right, so we're going to move on to another game that I think most of us have played just to get this uh, this one out of the way. Um, this is Star Wars Battlefront, 
which actually I think is Star Wars Battlefront 3, but it's Star Wars Battlefront, apparently. Who of us isn't playing this or hasn't played this? I'm not playing it as it, since it's been released, but I did play the beta. I played the I'm beta not playing it well. right now, I'm currently recording well, no, you it. Well, yeah. well, I would hope you're concentrating <laughs> and being very professional for us, but... Louis playing it, Louis like... I know, no, he is right now. Um, no, you'd know if he was playing his laptop of Mel. Oh no, actually, he's got it on Xbox. Xbox thing. One, yeah. Um, that probably okay, as well. What are we thinking about this? Because I spoke <laughs> about this a little bit when it was in beta. That, that may or may not have been on the podcast that never saw by a day. Um, I really liked it when it was in beta. Now, you guys might have a different experience of it now you're playing it in the actual release game. But it felt kind of, even though the engine was excellent, even though I've got an older PC that was playing beautifully and it looked stunning, it felt really cut down. It didn't feel like actually there was all that much to the game. And it was kind of... It f- feels kind of epic, but after a couple of playthroughs on the same level, it was just a bit... Uh, and I was very disappointed by the lack of actual proper co-op as well. I wanted a, a, a decent kind of co-op mission system, and it just basically had survival, which was a bit disappointing. To be honest, it kind of feels, for me, like um, Destiny did when it first came out, but with less of a story. I think... Battlefront's probably going to go the same way, so they will just release additional content, additional maps. Yeah. And, but I'll be honest, whilst I enjoyed it, I still think that it's missing something. Like it may be missing a, um, like a, an actual story. I know what's missing, and it's the reason that I won't buy the game. You can't, you can't kill Ewok. <laughs> no, but you can get an achievement for being hit on the head by them. Oh, how the how the fuck do you do that? I don't know. I just ch- I checked my achievements every day and I had it and I was like, ace. <laughs> <laughs> I I spent probably most of a um, like horde mode or whatever it is survival game just shooting at Ewoks and throwing grenades at them. I shot at one with a smart rocket. I blasted one repeatedly um, and threw multiple grenades at them and I was I, I have absolutely no idea I tried running up to one and butting it uh, like hitting it with the butt of my rifle and it runs away before I could do anything so yeah it run into the trees don't they into the houses mm. you need to find that special Ewok the, the, out there Lewis for every person there is that one special Ewok there is yeah. and I you agree. just need to find yours I think that's all it is there's plenty yeah. of Ewoks in the sea you'll be okay in the trees is, is it drowning. now I don't know what you guys paid for this but the main thing that put me off was I enjoyed the beta well enough, you know. I, I could see it getting repetitive, but there were much more. There were many more levels that weren't available in the beta when I originally played it. So I thought, you know what, there's possibly more to this. But the price tag for the content just seemed exceptionally high. Yeah. And I know yeah. it's an EA game, but really they did seem to be reaching, considering there was no there was no story mode at all. I mean, I know that they tend to go a little bit flimsy on story modes in the games anyway, because they like to make multiplayer games, but it was just, what was it, 40, 45 quid or something when it first came out? I, it was far too much money. I paid 50 for it. It's just huge. A fiver uh, deposit and then 44.99 when I, um, when I went just to not, pick it up. There's not enough game there for me for that kind of cash, I don't think. No, and to, uh, I mean, I don't mind too much because I traded in a shitload of games for that um, and sold a load of um, surplus Electric, uh, ele- <clears throat> electronic equipment. So I don't mind too much because I didn't really feel like I spent any money on it. Uh, no, but imagine how many game games credit. you could have had if you'd have traded all that lot in and then raided the bargain bin for games that are a year old yeah. and hadn't yet played. Yeah, but the thing is, is I knew that if I buy Fallout 4 and Battlefront, 
that I you won't got, need to worry about buying any other games. No, you got your single player dealt with in Fallout Four, and you have got your multiplayer cravings dealt with with Battlefield. That's a pretty decent combination. Exactly, and like they've just announced uh, Thief and Van Helsing for uh, Xbox One for this month's Games with Gold. So I'm really not that bothered. Isn't Thief really bad though? Yeah, but if he gets it free with Games with Gold, he well, can, yeah, he can, okay. he can it, lament about bad, how bad it is without but, paying for it. But it's not it's not a human revolution reboot style, you know. That was a good reboot. Thief that was wasn't. an amazing reboot. I don't know what they were doing with Thief. It was a bit of a daft idea. Alright, Battlefront, it's one of those things where you start talking about it and everybody seems quite animated and everybody's like, Yeah, Battlefront and it's Star Wars and then when you actually start talking about it, everybody goes, It's alright. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's it's okay. See I haven't paid anything for it because I rent it. I rent a lot of my games now. The games I'm unsure about and Battlefront yeah. was one I wasn't sure about. Because the beta showed you a lot. But when you compare the beta to the live game, we got half of the weapons in the beta. So you, yeah, it's like fifty percent. Well, I think it was five. And there's, there's eleven, I think. You know, we got to see a couple of worlds and uh, well, a couple of maps because there's, there's only four maps. But then there's different areas within those maps for different right. modes. It's the modes that make me love the game. That you know, people out people say that there's lack of content, multiplayer content. But there's what eleven modes and then survival and stuff. And, and some of the modes are fantastic. Fighter Squadron is, for me, the best mode. See, really? Really? See, you it watch... makes me feel like like I'm, I'm, I'm in a Star Wars battle. Yeah, the thing is, like in the movies, you see all these people in X-Wings and TIE Fighters fucking all over the place, and they're getting blown up left, right, and centre, and you think to yourself, good grief, come on, really? How hard is it? And then you pay Battlefront, <laughs> and you're just like, I get it, man. I get it. The, the, the struggle is real. Those things are so difficult to fly. I just couldn't do it. Every time I picked up a power-up, I needed the ability to drop power-ups. Because you know you're running around and you pick up a power-up and it goes, you picked up a TIE Fighter. I'm like, oh, bollocks. I'm going to have to use that now before I can pick up any of the other power-ups. And I don't want it because I'm just going to blow up. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's all that happens. I get in a TIE Fighter, I speed up and slow down a little bit, I get lost, I can't find the battle because I fly too far out of the way and then don't know how to get back. And then somebody blows me up. And that's that's the entire experience. I couldn't work out a way of not having that experience. Oh, I've had, I've not had that issue. Oh, okay, I get you, pro boy. The the thing for it for me was Star Wars games are always about the story. You know, um, mm, that you've, is only, very you've, true, only, you've only got to look at um, the the MMO. You know, it's it's the the end co- end game content is terrible, but the storyline for every class that you play in uh, the Old Republic is amazing, and I I love it for that. Basically, seven or eight Kotor games yeah. in one, isn't it? Yeah, that, yeah, that's, yeah. that's how it was built. At, but this, this has like none three... of that, does it? In fact, if anything, exactly, no, it takes, no, it like, takes oh. your cannon and slaps it over its knee and gives it a good old spanking. And then says, don't forget you can't kill Ewoks. Don't forget you can't kill Ewoks. And for That's some it. inexplicable reason, Han Solo is just as hard, in fact, if not harder, than any of the Jedi. Haven't they said that there's a bug, it's a bug though? Like, the, the hero players are, are like in, indestructible. This I think they're having to address it because they're too overpowered. There's every, it depends pretty, on, pretty much it depends every player is layer, have you? It depends you know? on who you're playing against. <laughs> well, yeah. Because yeah. I mm. I did I think I played hero versus hero. Oh, that's a, a bit of a bugbear of mine as well, actually. Not being able to change the split screen style. Oh, really? So having to play, yeah, you have to play vertically if you're playing local co-op. Oh, really? You can't change yeah. it. No, that's a bit poop. I get, get that actually. Get a bigger TV. Got, we have, everybody's got widescreen TVs nowadays, and so yeah. actually it makes more sense for a squared off real estate of the screen to play vertically. But I kind of prefer to have a horizontal split that's just because that's the way i've always done it so yeah 
why not give you the option to split it? Well, yeah, exactly. I wanted I wanted to be able to split it, and I had a look to see if I could split uh, vertically, um, and you can't. But um, yeah, I was playing. I think we were playing hero mode on one of the levels, and um, I was Vader, and someone else was playing as uh, Han Solo, and it was like I just kicked his ass because you block whenever he shoots at you, and then just zoom in. Yeah. yeah, but to be fair, that is what him, would happen. Whack him with your lightsaber. With your saber stick. To, yeah. to be fair, that is exactly what would happen, though. So I'm, okay, I'm kind of okay yeah, with that. Ex- exactly. And like, even with um, when you're playing as Vader against other kind of, uh, against the rebellion, like <clears throat> if you get shot at by multiple um, rebels and you block and direct the. Uh, Missiles Blast the fire back. Yeah. Oh, that makes me so giddy. It's just... Really? Have I, you got a I, headshot with it yet? Uh, I don't... Oh, I think my it's pretty. Done. It's pretty awesome knowing that you've just headshotted someone with their own blaster round. Yeah. Um, uh, but just playing that when I was uh, waiting for the game to finish installing, like, that's what got me excited about the game. Like, I just... It, I just oh, I, put such a I, big grin I, I on my face. I think I wanted a storyline. And it's not the right game for it, and so I can't really complain. If it's not the right game, it's not the right game. But I, like you said earlier, Star Wars games are always about story. They're always about, like, get, kind of getting into the universe, and, and this just doesn't have that at all. And at the same time, the rest of it feels so on rails. Even when you're playing with the heroes, it's like, yeah, great, they can do these cool things. But when you're on Hoth... I want one of them to be able to kind of do a force sweep gesture with their arm and just fucking twat a load of snow at somebody. Create a little mini blizzard to kind of obscure the fact that they're now zooming at you through the snow. That's the cool stuff that you would be able to do as a Jedi. And there's just no thought gone into any of that. It's just, you get this ability and this ability and this ability and that's it. Yeah, Luke should be able to take down a, an, an at walker. Um, you know, when you get selected in, but you can't, you know, there's no repelling up, cutting a hole in the bottom. That'd be a good way of taking one down, wouldn't it? But I think that's not that emotion. It just felt too too on rails. That was my problem with it. That's why I prefer playing Force Unleashed too, because you get all of that. You know, you get to be Darth Vader at the beginning on uh, on the... Um... Kashyyyk. Kashyyyk, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. And just, you know, Chewbacca guys all over the place. Ah! <laughs> but that... that game had its own problems <laughs> that had its own issues really didn't it <laughs> it did but the story was incredible. it was pretty cool all right okay look is there anything else anybody wants to talk to say about battlefront before we move on pick it up in the bargain bin yeah, yeah. it's, it's yeah, worth playing definitely yeah. worth playing it's an EA well, game only, it won't ever be problem, in the bargain bin the only problem that i've got with this and they know this but the only problem with picking up a game like this in the bargain bin uh it's the same issue that you get with picking up something like call of duty or battlefield in the bargain bin the only oh, people the DLC. who are still playing the game that late <laughs> after it comes out are the people that never fucking stopped. So you pick it up a year after it came out because it's cheap, and the only people that are still playing are people like you who have no idea what's going on, and people who never stopped when the game came out, and they're all fucking pro. And you step in and you just get absolutely annihilated as soon as you lay foot on the battlefield. And that's the only problem with it, because it's only a multiplayer, it's only an online game, you're susceptible to that, and it ruins the experience a little bit. That's one of the, I tried it with one of the Battlefield games, and it's just like, people are so good and they know the maps so well, yeah. you can't even get started. I think it'd be a little less with Battlefront, because it doesn't have a ranking system, So and there's not a lot of unlocks, 
there's a, you can unlock the guns and stuff, but it's more, it's more about knowing the mechanics and knowing the gameplay and knowing yeah. how to play as the different classes and characters and all the rest of it. True, yeah. To be honest, it's it's a bit weird for me because like I'm not overly keen on like Battlefront, uh, sorry, Battlefield and Call of Duty style multiplayer games, but actually this never feels like a multiplayer game because I can cruise about and get a couple of kills and whilst my my KD might not be great I still, still enjoy it. it yeah well this is the thing if you're enjoying it then it doesn't really matter those people that just want to win <laughs> then I would imagine that they'll probably be a little bit frustrated by your ratio but as long as you're having fun that's well, kind yeah, of the thing and ultimately thing. that's why I bought it like a couple of the guys that I work with have said oh yeah we're going to pick up Battlefront um we'll and I thought, well, do you know what? It might be nice to play something online with people that I actually know, and we can either talk mm-hmm. about it um, the next day, or like I know that I knew that John was going to pick it up, and some of the other guys that I talked to on Twitter were going to pick it up. So I thought, well, it might be nice to play it online, and it, it doesn't feel like an online multiplayer game. It just feels like a, a Star Wars game that yeah, I get yeah. to cruise about. That's the thing. It doesn't feel like it's attempting. That was one thing I took away from it. It doesn't feel like it's attempting to be a esports game. No, not at all. When it doesn't look like it will ever even try to be an esports game. It's just a game that you play to enjoy, which is fine. But a lot of these other ones that you just mentioned, they end up or they're trying to be esports games, and you get those people that are just they just want to win, and they will call everybody cocks if they don't do exactly the right thing at exactly the right moment. When actually you just want to have fun. I don't want a Star Wars esports game. No. I don't think there will ever be one. I don't think there can ever be one. It just doesn't lend itself to that kind of thing. It's no. The whole the whole point is just having fun, surely. Yeah. I the the problem is is I think games like uh, particularly Call of Duty kind of lends itself to the jock mentality. <laughs> Is it is that uh, an unfair assessment? No, no, no. I don't think so. I think it is. I think it's the kind of the people that want to play. They play to win, and they've got that kind of thing. And, and the same of, people that will only ever play uh, yeah, Call of Duty play and that game. FIFA. Yeah, yeah, that kind of thing. And it, it's difficult because a few years ago, I would quite happily not call any of those people gamers. And nowadays, it's bleed over because they do play other games as well. And the Xbox. Um, live arcade thing with people buying indie games and all the rest of it people have bled over from playing just those kind of games to suddenly actually getting involved in some of the indie games and i'm I'm kind of going oh god it's blurring the lines and i don't really know where you sit now i want to hate you but i have got a moral obligation to actually listen to what you're saying so uh, i don't know i still don't think they're actually gamers (laughs) games for golden ps um uh what's it called the playstation version ps Uh, plus Plus. yes yeah i've got it but i couldn't remember what it was that that helps as well because obviously the free titles so it doesn't yeah, matter yeah what you play you know you can pick up van housing and think you're a pro so you can't blame people when games are like 50 quid and mm. you know if you're if you're a casual gamer and you aren't going to want to sink a whole ton of money into it and you bought yourself an xbox one and you probably had to paying the extra premium because you had to buy a connected time and all the rest of the bollocks um you might not have the kind of and you know that you like call of duty games and this is one reason that i can't be mad at these people you know that you like Call of Duty games. You don't have that much disposable income to spend on a game. So rather than taking a risk on a game that you aren't sure about, you buy the next Call of Duty game because it's a sure bet. You know that you like the previous one. You're pretty sure you're going to like this one. It's the same thing with FIFA and it's the same thing with all these other things. When you, when you look at it like that, actually, okay, I kind of get it. I get why you do it because you're investing your money in something that you're already pretty sure that you're going to enjoy. 
and that's a yeah. sensible investment surely that's the sensible no no investment. indeed but yeah. the right you're right the games for gold i think that's a good a good thing for people to get into because you've got to have gold anyway don't you to play online yeah yeah, do, yeah you do um, and you've got to have PS Plus now as well to play online, I think, on the PS4. So you, um, it makes sense to have it, and then you get to play all these extra games and hopefully broaden people's horizons. So can only be a good I'm waiting thing. for Steam to do something. Uh, that's the only thing I'm missing. The problem is, is there's, too of... many, there's too many publishers and everything on Steam. I'm not sure they ever will. They started a, yeah. actually, months ago, we spoke about a, um, uh, about Humble doing a, we said, oh, they, you know, the Humble Store should try doing a subscription service. That'd they, be cool. They've done it. <laughs> they have actually they? done it. Yeah, they've done it. Yeah, the there's, Humble Monthly. Yeah, there's the Humble Monthly now. Which so you, you can... pay 12 quid and you're yeah. guaranteed £50 worth of games. I don't know where they get their pricing structure from. Yeah, I don't know. £50 worth well, of games. But put it, it'll be RRP, won't it? Put probably. it this way. So if you paid, if in, in November, so if you right now, before the end of November, paid 12 and I think it's $12, not £12, so if you paid $12, you would get Saints Row 4, Besiege, Valkyria Chronicles, Lethal League, Sanctuary RPG, Towerfall Ascension, and Legend of Grimrock 2. Now, that's 40-ish quid's worth of game. Just for, just for is it, is it the base version of Saints Row 4, or is it... It doesn't say. I'm pretty sure it's just the base version of Saints Row 4. I don't think it's got any of the D- DLC or anything else. It's still really good, though. For, yeah, it's yeah. still pretty good. And then, and then they add Apart things to Apart from Saints Row, it. is a bit pat. I, I've never played it, but it's just going off. It's okay. Yeah. Saints the, Row, the, it's not only, terrible. It's, you've not the only it time I've ever enjoyed playing Saints Row is when I've been playing with someone else. Yes. Yeah, yeah it's a lot of fun. It's, it's, one, it's like, um, fuck, what's that game I can never remember the name of that begins with a B? Uh, Borderlands. That's Borderlands. it, Borderlands. It's like Borderlands in so much as it's much, much, much more fun when you've got other people there. Otherwise, it's just a bit silly <laughs> and you feel a little bit weird for playing it. It's worth playing just for the, um, the uh, dubstep gun. That is just weird, but that's the kind of thing I'm, I'm quite happy about that series because they just don't give a shit. They're just like whatever. If it's going to be fun, <laughs> then let's let's just do it because it'll be funny to put in the game. Right. Yeah. Um, another game that we've been playing. Uh, Alex, name another game mm. you've been playing. Um, I'm a bit of a Blizzard buff, so I get all the early beta and alpha access. So I got Legion yesterday alpha, which is just the uh, Demon Hunter starting zone, which is incredible. Actually, I'm quite taken aback by the whole experience. Is the Demon Hunter another legendary? Uh, or it it is, it? yeah, a hero start, class. You, yeah, hero class. Yeah. So like the <laughs> right, Death Knight, I, you... I'm just going to put this out there. You guys are going to talk about this, and I'm have going to have no, <laughs> no idea, idea what Absolutely you're talking about. No idea. <laughs> That's fine. Okay. I, to be fair, there's not a lot of time to spend on it because there's not a lot of content no, there because it's, it, it's, it's literally, literally a true alpha. alpha. It's yeah, not these yeah. bullshit betas like we'll talk about later with Siege. This is an alpha. There's an hour of content or yeah. whatever. And that's yeah. basically it, it. it. It's what they had at BlizzCon a couple of weeks ago. So. Let's break it down for you, Lewis. Right, they brought out the last expansion for World of Warcraft and it was called Warlords of Drain... Drain, Drain Cleaner. Off. Yeah, whatever. Drain yeah. Cleaner. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> and they went, it's going to be fucking amazing. It's going to completely change everything. And everybody who had left War- uh, WoW to play something else went, fuck me, I'm coming back. And they all came back and Blizzard went, fuck me, we're getting loads of money. And then everybody went, yeah, I've kind of bored of it again now. And they all fucked off at the same time. And then Blizzard shits themselves, yeah. um, and they quickly they quickly hash together another expansion. In the previous expansion, they basically didn't really pay any attention to what anybody wanted and just chucked an expansion out. In this one, they seem to have actually listened and kind of gone, "Oh, you want you want some two player content? There's some three player content. Oh, okay, we'll have a think. <laughs> we're not <laughs> saying we're going to do it, but we'll have a think." Uh, and they've they've kind of tried to make lo- make a load of changes. Personally. I think we're on the we're on the home stretch for a while now. Yeah, I was, I was having this discussion with a friend saying that it, if Legion isn't successful, like if it doesn't bring back the numbers and keep a portion of the retention, 
because Warlords of Draenor actually cost some subscribers. Yeah. They're down to like, what, 4.7 or something like that? Five, five and a half million more, yeah. Yeah, and, but they were at like 11 or 12. 12 million, yeah. Yeah, this time last year. Mm. But before it launched, they were above five and a half, so it's cost some numbers. I think the problem, the problem with, with Warlords was the levelling experience and the initial hit of the end game was incredible and I, re- I loved it and I enjoyed it and I played loads. Yeah, and then no it's, doubt, like, yeah. it's like, ah, oh, shipyards. Oh, it was just sad. They, they released one new tier of raiding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so now, and, 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 and that's that was it. it. Yeah. Flex raiding and everything's a nice idea. And look, we're gonna we're gonna completely lose Lewis and half the other people that are listening to the game if we did it listen to the podcast. If we didn't lose <laughs> them already what? with Fallout 4. Um, but the, the the whole thing, in my opinion, they really need to start making some drastic changes. And their major problem, yes. their major problem right now, if you ever watch Gordon Ramsay's Kitchen Nightmares, right? And you <laughs> every time he goes into the, one of these fucking places, it's the, they've fallen into this trap of basically going. Oh, we don't want to shun our regulars by changing things. We want to keep everything consistent. You know, we've got these old timers that live in the old people's home down the road and they love the early bird special. We want to make sure we keep that going. And that's effectively where Blizzard are now. They're so worried about losing the hardcore raiding crew that they don't want to make drastic changes to the end game that would actually entice other people to carry on playing. But where you've got games like Rift that really made big changes to the model, it wasn't apparent when you first started playing it, but later on when you get into the end game, Two-player two dungeons, two-player heroic dun- dungeons, incredible. Because a lot of the time, I don't want to dick around trying to find five people to play a dungeon. And actually, I also don't want lower eye-level gear because there's less of us. Just make it harder. It's fine to have a five-person dungeon that is just as difficult as a ten-person raid and get the same level of equipment from it. You've just got to think a little bit more about the balancing of the thing. And that's what I want them to do. I don't want to be forced into raiding. I want to be able to take my rag to tag band of adventurers there's just like four five six of us or whatever do something that is fucking hard but get a really good reward for it at the end i don't want this progression of having to do regular dungeons heroic dungeons raids flex raids heroic raids it's too uniform they need to change they need to change it up and that's what they need to do to make sure game- but surely from what you're saying that sounds that sounds more um rewarding so if four of you take on a raid or a dungeon or whatever you're chatting about yeah that is actually for 10 people yeah that yeah. must be a lot more rewarding to go actually well I've it is and they, other games, yeah exactly other games have done it and what they've introduced recently is this thing called flex raiding so previously you could either raid in groups of 10 or groups of 25 well now you start at 10 and you can kind of go uh, or oh, I will only take 11 or 12 or 13, and it will gradually make the raid slightly harder, add more, add more enemies up the amount of HP people have got mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I don't know. I don't understand why you wouldn't do that from a lower level, though. Well, that's or exactly from a, what I'm a lower saying. Number of people. Exactly. That's exactly what so I'm saying. You start the, with two. The, well, well, the thing is, if it's any less than 10, it's not raiding. It doesn't. It doesn't, well, feel, no, not, it doesn't feel the same. It doesn't. No, but they need to do something with the similar eye or the same eye level gear yeah. for the dungeons. They need to have a closer experience where you can go in with two people. And it is fucking hard. I mean, 10-man 10, 10 raiding was always harder than 25-man raiding, in my opinion. Um, and if you go in with five people, you've got the same experience half again. So you've got, you've really got to be tight. Everybody has got to be on their game. If you lose one person in a five-man team, you are fucked if it's a hard, if it's a hard-ass dungeon. So you need to make sure that everybody's on their game. And that's, that's infinitely harder than, than keeping 25 people. You know, you lose two, three people in a 25-man raid, you're fine. For the most part, you're fine. I, I, I think to answer what Louis was, was getting at, also is that it's not just like bullet sponges kind of thing or arcane missile sponges it's mechanics so you can't really take 
five people into a ten yeah, man. Yeah, currently. I get that. I get yeah. that. You can't you can't scope a raid for five people. I fully no. understand, yeah. and it's not something well, that I would yeah. expect them to do. What I want, no. I think, is another level of dungeon that maybe has got a story to it or something like that, where it really feels. Like I want that ragtag band of adventurers. I want the Lord of the Rings feel to a to, to a smaller group of people. Where you actually feel like you're making a difference with less of you. Yeah, I see what you're saying Good there. But ha- have you good. tried any of the time walking dungeons? I haven't. I haven't played since the end of Kata. Okay, so so they introduced something mid Warlords um, called time walking. So what it is is they've reopened some of the older dungeons. Um, you, you form oh, your group. You form yes. your group of five. Yeah, I mean, I've seen from, this. from previous expansions, and it yep. drops your eye level to what was considered yes. the entry yes, so, for heroic yeah. for those five men. and that's hard, especially when you're not, you know. That's that's what they've done. Unfortunately, the, the rewards are a bit crap. Like, um, is it not only one weekend a month as well? It is. It is. It's very limited. Yeah, you get four days once a month. And, yeah, and they've got so much. Different. They've got so much back catalogue of content that they could do something with all of it. Yeah. Look, anyway, we can move away. We, I'm, I'm happy to move away from WoW because again, this is another one of these things that's going to be marmite for a lot of people. But yeah, I really, I kind of hope. I've always wanted to go back. And I've been away and come back a couple of times. And, and every time they bring out a new expansion, I looked at Panda and I was just like, not on your fucking Nelly. Uh, I looked at Warlords and I was just like, it's just, it doesn't look like it's it's going to do the right things, in my opinion. And I don't think it did. This one, I've really kind of got a hope. I've got a hope that this is going to be the expansion that I can go back to and, yes. and enjoy the game did you like? Did you like TBC? Uh, no, I absolutely fucking hated TBC. <laughs> it was oh, the worst. No. Oh. That way, in my opinion... In my opinion Burning Crusade was the worst expansion that they had. Come back next expansion, then, because you're probably not going to like <laughs> well, only, only because it's Illidan and his mates. I'm sure it's not going to be the same. It was the content. areas. It was the content. <laughs> to be fair as well, the there's no NDA on it at the moment. So you're going to get to see this game progress through Alpha. Well, hopefully. Yeah. Help, get I'll a real what, good my sense. problem with TBC was Hellfire Peninsula. I hated that place. I thought it was dull and just shit. So there you go, anyway. Well, there you well go. I played on a PvE server, so I was fine. Let's move. Yeah, Wait, me, oh, no, me I, too. <laughs> I, I, play P, I play PvE as well. I tried playing on a PvP server. I hated that it's as well. I, there's top. a lot to hate about WoW. Representing Storm Rage. So, right, okay, we need to move on to something else. Lewis, uh, throw something that you have been playing out. Not Tembo, the magic dragon. giraffe, whatever it is. <laughs> Tembo, the magic dragon. <laughs> I've gone back to The Long Duck, but on the Xbox One. I was playing the trial version. This is this single-player survival on a mountain game, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Yeah, okay. So not Tomb Raider? Like Tomb Raider, but with less tombs. Yeah, or raiding. Or raiding. Oh, yeah. so it's pretty much Tomb Raider from 2013 now? Yeah. Maybe, no, I don't know. No, I don't think so. It's a survival game, isn't it? It's uh, not yeah, like pretty much. It's, uh, it's a survival game. Um, and actually, I, I think I'm probably going to pick it up once I've got probably... Once I've at least finished the story of um, Fallout 4. Because it's... it's it's still beautiful and it still plays really nicely and actually from having played it recently to what I played back in January of I think it was still in alpha it's come on leaps and bounds and I thoroughly enjoy it that's on preview at the moment uh, yeah, I'm still playing the trial version. But it is available, isn't it? The full game is available. Yeah, yeah, you could still... Yeah, it's... Yeah. It, is it classed as in early access, or...? I think it's still in whatever the equivalent is of um, early access on the Xbox. Right, okay. Yeah, pre- the, is this preview. the one... Now, there's one game that I saw, and I don't even know if it's actually available yet or not, but there's one game that's similar to this that is a kind of survival horror kind of game, like, like Outlast or, or whatever. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewellery. 
Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. But it uses, if you've got a connect, it utilizes the connect so that when you're hiding from something, everybody in the room has got to be quiet. And if the uh, connect no. hears you, oh, okay. If the connect hears you making noise, the um the thing or whatever no, it is chasing you can hear oh, see that sounds like a good idea that is the I know only... alien isolation to size oh does it? it that's the only decent use of the connect that i think i've actually seen the only problem is i've got kids i would never survive ever not that i'm playing a survival horror game for my kids because that's irresponsible but um <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean oh yes uh worth it then lewis worth going back to worth playing on the xbox uh yeah actually very much cool, so. I'll have to give it a try, yeah. That's, uh... If it's free, it's got a free demo. Yeah, uh, I think you can play it for an hour for free. We were having a conversation about this. A couple of people on Twitter were having a conversation about this the other day. How many of you will buy a game off the back of a demo? So Lewis has just said, he's playing the long dark, he's playing the demo, he's going to buy it. As soon as he's finished Fallout 4, he's going to buy it. Do the rest of you play demos? Uh, beta? Does that count? Yeah, beta. I mean, Star Wars Battlefront beta was just a demo. Beta was a wrong word to use for that. It was basically a preview. It's marketing ploy, isn't it? Is yeah, that's all it was. Around. Yeah. Well, thing with the long dark is, um, it because it, it's on the Xbox preview program, not not preview dashboard stuff, but preview the the what they launched at E3. It's the full game, so as far as I'm aware, it's uh, Lewis's stuff will carry over. So you yeah, get yeah. In, so you yeah. you basically install the full game, but you can only play it for an hour. Um, right. Yeah. So so you don't so, lose anything. When you buy the full game, yeah, it's yeah, not. Yeah. It's not a cut down version of the game. So it's like the arcade titles, isn't it, from 360, where you could play it. Then at, at the end of the, I don't know, Green Hill Zone on Sonic, it'd be like you know, buy the full game yeah, now. Full game. Actually, I've not got a problem. That's a demo. As in, in my opinion, that's a demo. In fact, I prefer that than having this weird light experience where you've got to buy like fucking gems or whatever it is to carry on playing the yes. game. I prefer yeah, having a, yeah. a full-fledged section of game for 30 minutes or whatever it is that I can play mm-hmm. and go, brilliant, I love it, I'm going to buy it, or no, it's not kind of for me and I'm going to go and try something yeah. else instead. We were talking about this because on the PC, that's not the experience that you get. And the trouble with PC is that a lot of the time a game will come out and you have no idea whether it's going to even work on your rig or not. I mean, you don't know if the driver's going to be right, you might have a conflict with your sound card, there's a whole bunch of things that could be wrong. Um, and there's no demos. There's no ability on most PC games for you to download and test things before you go ahead and, and buy it. And I was mentioning this to a couple of people on um, on Twitter. And it's surprising how many people. And there's all this all this ranting about um, about piracy because piracy is rife on the PC. You can pretty much as soon as a game comes out, you can download it from from wherever you go and look. Probably even before it comes out. Yeah, exactly. Fair, a lot of it, time. So. Um, and I've done it a couple of times, and I'm making no bones about it, where I am 100% not sure whether something's going to run properly on my machine. So I will uh, get a demo, and I'm using bunny ears here, and I will try it, and if it works, I'll buy it. And it's exactly what I did with Fallout 4. And actually, a whole bunch of people on Twitter said exactly the same. 
Oh, they bought it. They tried it just to make sure that it was going to work and they bought it. And I'm sure there's going to be a bunch of people out there that will do that and then not buy it. But that's not me. Moral of that story is give us fucking demos. You are yeah. risking. You are risking that people are going to download it. And then kind of you get this this kind of moral dilemma where you go, but I've got it. Why would I pay for it? <laughs> I have I it guess... now. Why would I pay for it? And I did for a couple of reasons, but I, I don't I don't like stealing people's the hard, hard work on games, especially no, yeah. when it's a Bethesda game. But um, I pay for it, but I know there'll be a lot of people out there that end up in that moral dilemma and kind of go, but I've got it now, <laughs> so why would I bother spending the money? I, I guess Steam's, like, heavy Steam users would, would argue, and, and I'm not a massive Steam user nowadays because I play a lot of Xbox One, but you've got the whole refund thing, haven't you? So you get it for play for, for up to two hours-ish, and if you know if you don't like it, you get a refund. Yeah, yeah. I know. Obviously, you have idea. to pay up front. I know. Yeah, I know. Yeah. There's that 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 downside that you've got to pay the thirty nine ninety nine or whatever. But you get that two hours. Um, but it, I mean, it, it um, couldn't be that hard with the Steam overlay doing exactly what Lewis has just done. Whereas effectively, he's downloaded the entire game, but there's a yeah, mechanism yeah. in the back end that is stopping him from playing it for so long. Now you've got you launch a game through Steam. You've got the Steam overlay. The whole Steam experience is there running. It shouldn't be that difficult for them to go, right, you played it for an hour. you got to buy it now if you want to carry Indeed, on playing yeah. it. Yeah, because yeah. there's no way of manipulating your time. No, no like that, which... I bet there is. I mean, people hack their registry and all kinds of shit, but these are the kind of people that would fucking... <laughs> no, I, sorry, I, I didn't mean like um, like time of thing, but like Steam tracks time, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, it's, so just, it's, it's not like sticking a drill in a no. uh, thingy <laughs> well, and rewinding the time in the car. Yeah. AKA Matilda or whatever it was. But Steam, yeah. I was just yeah. using the launcher for 30 minutes. Come on. <laughs> yeah, I just, I launched it, I made a cup of tea, and then I put my kids in bed. No, I can't play the game anymore. Refund. <laughs> Refund. I don't want to. But I agree, there should be something. Yeah, definitely. there needs to be. There really needs to be. Because I think, I really think that putting demos in would, would discourage people from, from downloading, from doing from doing stuff that they shouldn't be doing. And there'll be an argument. Somebody at Steam will be going, somebody at Valve will be going, oh, but people people game the system, people do registry hacks and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, but these are the kind of people that would have downloaded the fucking thing anyway. Mm. And then there'll be other people at Steam at Valve going, yeah, but we don't want to be responsible for providing the content delivery platform that allows people to do this. Oh, wow, wow, publishers, lawsuits. Well don't, well, don't Steam do it then. Let GOG do it or... Um, or... God forbid, Origin. No, you know, no, or, we don't you play. <laughs> no, no, no. If, it's go, if it goes to nah, Origin, we don't nah, want it. Nah. Yeah, exactly. No. Right, okay, look, let's move away from that because I think I'm ranting a little bit now. Right, um, John, tell us something else that you've been playing. That's not Fallout. That's not that's, Fallout. That's, that's not There's not Legion. That's not Battlefront. That's not Battlefront. Yeah, yeah. Um, Halo 5. Halo. Oh, oh my God. God. He said no, it, he no. said it. Right, this is, this is weird, <laughs> this one, actually, because I've played this. Overwatch, Overwatch really, really shocked me. I I saw it when it was announced, and like not in a bad way. I'm like, this is Blizzard doing what they do amazingly well, taking an existing genre, Blizzifying it, and releasing a uh, you know a great product. They've done it with out of nowhere though, as well. Just yeah, nobody saw that coming. No, no, it was everybody was expecting Titan, wasn't they? And then yeah, they, they, they canned it. it, and then they released this. It's like technically they start they started the whole MOBA franchise, what well, fans did with modding, but they came back with heroes and just did something completely different, which was great. They've done it with with MMOs, you know, UO and EverQuest were the top dogs. They came in with World of Warcraft and <coughs> blew it away. And then with this, it, it's like TF2, um, but with a decent engine. 
Yes, yeah, with, with a new engine and it's blizzified and mm. I love it. I, I, I play, I can't remember the guy's name now, but there's a dude with a hammer. Dude, uh, um, Reinhold, is it? Yes, right, yeah. I, I, I haven't played anyone else really. I've, I've dibbled and dabbled, but he's amazing. He fits my playstyle of, I'm gonna get him! So right? well. You should try Tracer. She's quite a handful. Once you get used to it, it she's loads of fun. I cool. struggle to get over how many of the characters just seem to be really blatantly stolen from other IPs. <laughs> but yeah. what difference this is like that, so there, obviously there, there is stolen. never there's, there's never, never original content. No, yeah. I know, but this is very, just a little rare, bit yeah. over the top. I mean, there's a guy called Genji who is just like he's lifted either directly from Metal Gear Solid or from um, Ninja Gear uh, Warframe. He just looks exactly, oh, yes. yeah. exactly like the one of the characters from Warframe. You've got somebody called McCree, who is, um, he's just John Marston from Red Dead Redemption. Yeah. Like he's exact, he is exactly John yeah. Marston from Red Dead Redemption. He, he, I, don't, I can't remember his name, but you've got a giant gorilla, which is basically like Winston. a gorilla rod, can say. Winston, yeah, yes. Yeah. Oh, it, yeah. it doesn't have really you seen... matter, you're right, it doesn't really matter. It's just, it's just a bit odd. Have you seen, <laughs> have you seen the little pet, Winston, you get in WoW if you pre-order the game? I've seen it, and I'm not picking it up yet, because I'm <laughs> unsubbed. I, I, oh, okay. I unsubbed a few months ago from WoW. Uh, mainly because I'm like I'm not going for another Siege of Ogremar where we had the same content for, <laughs> for year. 14 months, kind of thing. Yeah. So, but Overwatch is great. It's uh, it's coming to console. There's no free to play version on console that I'm aware of. It's only this Origin Edition or whatever. Bullshit. That's the same on the PC though as well, isn't it? I don't think there's a free to play version. Yeah, yeah. There's 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 free to play, but then if you want, you've got to unlock all the extra stuff and, and all this kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah. Are they keeping it like that, or are they gonna? Are they gonna... Well, there's two versions on PC. There's, there's free to play, and then there's the original one again, where you buy it and you get some skins and all that jazz. Yeah. Right. Does, um, do you unlock all of the characters if you buy it? Yes. I believe you get all the characters anyway. Oh, do you? Free to play, you do. Yeah, oh, yeah, I yeah. thought it was. I limited. believe so. Yeah. No, the game, yeah, the game, it's... the game wouldn't work if you didn't have all of the start characters because you, yeah. you, But if you die, you get to choose a different character. You don't yeah. have to come back as your own. Oh, okay. Okay. Away. So, yeah. so if you're facing, you know, a team that are a certain, you know, way they are, you say, "Oh, well, I need a different character to counter that particular thing that they're trying to do," and you can do yeah. that on the fly. It's quite, yeah. quite. If they've got different. no medics, kind of thing, then you know you can go like full tank and and damage. You don't have to worry about them healing up and stuff, which is cool. The one thing about this game that I've taken away from watching videos and all the rest of it, it looks fun. Which is, is, you know what I mean? It's yeah. like Mo yeah. MOBAs, I know it's not a MOBA, but a lot of the games that are coming out like this, where they've got a free edition or whatever, they don't, they just look like they're geared towards um, esports. They look like they're, they're, they're kind of an entry to esports and they kind of stealth to try and get people involved in esports and then, and then leech money out of them. This doesn't really look like that. It looks just like it's supposed to be a fun game. Yes, it, 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 it shocked me because I'd seen, like you, I'd seen videos and everything and then um, I got. Um, better access a few weeks ago like when they started rolling it out to the masses well, and, it wasn't um, the masses loads of people did, don't have it still it's it's incredible does it not no it's like at blizzcon oh. you know like um mike morham was like who's got overwatch access and like the room was quiet <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, oh, i didn't watch the overwatch stuff no i really watched oh, no, no, it was stuff. in the opening ceremony and that it was he mentioned it briefly and stuff i was like oh okay nobody's got it and i think in the overwatch panel one the guy that ran it he he um he made it he, I, he's like i haven't got it yeah. I wouldn't. <laughs> I haven't even got my bait. No, it is, it is quite funny, and, and the, ah, okay. Yeah, so I, I, I didn't think of that. Um, but but it, it, I played it, sat down, and I'm like, you know, it'll be all right. Played it for like two or three hours. I'm like, where did that time go? 
and the maps are awesome. They, yeah. they, there's like there's like London and there's red post boxes and and stuff. And you're like, I'm in London. There's no wheelie bins. Um, if Dave from uh, Digital Diaries is listening, he hates Mass Effect Three because it's got wheelie bins <laughs> in the future. <laughs> yeah, well, you, so... need, you still need you still need waste disposal in the future. The um, yeah. in the trailer videos that I've seen, there's an awful lot of environmental destruction. So when you get the big stuff turning up, you get like trees being knocked over and all that kind of stuff. Is that there in the game? I, I obviously haven't seen that. No, but... I haven't noticed that. Maybe like right. boxes no. and stuff. I couldn't but... tell whether it was in game footage or whether it was just like an FMV type thing that they put together. But, 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 it, yeah. looked quite, but, but it looked quite cool. The, the 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 most fun part of it I found is I wasn't when I wasn't playing as Reinhardt. It was a dude that could clamber up buildings, and not everybody can clamber. So he he's good for like getting up high and scoping out and calling out positions and and trying to take people out from afar. I think it's a, the Dude or dudette with the uh, bow and arrow, and the the guy with the dual dual magnums. Reaper. You can turn into like a spirit, yeah, turn into a spirit thing. Oh, it, He's cool. It is. I think I'm, I think I'm going to have to play this. I think what I'm going to have to do is just get the free version when it's available for everybody. It, yeah. Um, and uh, and just give it a shot because it, either way you get all 21 of the heroes, don't you? I, would, I don't doubt that they're going to bring expansion-y pack type things out oh, in the yeah, future, it, uh, yeah. where they're going to bring I'd out expect, a, additional heroes it. and stuff to, to yeah. pay for. But um, I like I do like the look of it. I'm not sure how much longevity we have, but I do like the look of it. Well, in theory, if you spend one hour on every character, that's more time than I will have probably spent on other similar type well, games for a, for a free so. game for a free game if you spend one hour on on it in total then you're all right aren't you <laughs> you've got your money yeah. worth, pretty much exactly um yeah. right well, yeah go on do you want to say something else I was about say, it, just, just sign up for the beta they're likely to put put you out you know put you into it eventually well if there's a free version when it comes out anyway then it doesn't well, really matter yeah. it's way, not to it? next may or something not may oh is it, really? is it? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's up till it's... may they've got to right i see okay so to make sure everything's perfect but it's all for Louis, with it coming on console, I'm going to be I'm going to be getting a console version as well because I'm hoping it will be a game that uh, you know some of us that, that we that we know combined will be able to play something a bit different because it's not like Halo, it's not like Battlefront, you know, it's, uh, I was it's not kind like of, Rainbow Six. I was kind of hoping with the fun factor and the and the not really very competitive elements in this game that they were going to make it cross-platform, but there's been absolutely no noise about that whatsoever. Yeah, if anything, that will go PS4 to PC, I think. I don't think we'll get Xbox just because the Xbox Live infrastructure doesn't lend itself very well to. But you to would think platform. with Windows 10, <laughs> that's exactly you would, you would, the kind of direction think. they would be going in. But apparently, no. You would. Yeah. Um, you, all right. You would, would, it, would it be fair though? Mouse. Well, that's that's the question, controller. isn't it? But the thing is, there's you can always use a pad with it on the feet. The, the thing is, there's always the scope to go. I want to create a game. I want to host a game where only people with pads. Or I want. Or I'm happy to play a game against people with mouse and keyboard as long as they've got that ability. When you go to go join a game, you've got quick join, and then it gives you an option, anybody, pad only, or whatever. And then you can join whatever you want. And then that solves the entire problem, let people choose. I've never want, I've always wondered why people don't bother doing that, let people choose. Because there's loads of games where I want to play cross-platform with my mates, and we don't care whether one of us is using a pad and another one's using a mouse and a keyboard. We just want to be able to play the game no matter what platform we're on. Titanfall would have been a great one to launch. Yeah, exactly. That was so. And with all of the with all of the Windows 10 integration thing that Microsoft's trying to do across the Xbox and the PC, you would have thought this is something that they'd really drive for, but it's just not happened yet. Well, hopefully moving forward, because Halo Wars 2 is going to be cross-platform, isn't it? Yeah, Which but who gives cool, a shit so. about that? Really? Is that... <laughs> who, does anybody care about that game? Do you care about that I'm game? I'm sorry? Seriously? Am I the only one that doesn't give it Lewis help? What game? Halo Wars 2. <laughs> Halo Wars 2. What, See, what's Halo Wars? 
<laughs> yeah, I don't know what it is either. I'm not. I've not played. Louis knows what Halo Wars is. He's being silly. I've not played Halo since. No, Halo, I Halo no. 2, so. I do know what Halo Wars is, but I don't really care about Halo Wars too. No, Halo Wars is a shitty RTS based on the Halo universe. Oh, it's the best RTS on console since Red Alert Retaliation. Yeah, but that's not saying very much because there are no good RTS on consoles. Yeah. No, I'll, I'll, I will openly admit to that. There are no good RTS games on um, on this the consoles. Is, this is something that I was hoping that the Kinect would help resolve. Because I was just imagining you being able to put your hands up in the air and like draw a box like in the you air just don't with care. the Kinect. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Whoa, draw whoa. a box in the air with whoa, your hands whoa. so that the Kinect can highlight groups of people. And then because it's got voice control, you could go assign group one. Group one, here, or whatever you want to use a Kinect to do all this cool stuff. And it was just shocking and nobody ever did it. And that was, I was hoping that Kinect was going to turn consoles into an RDS, uh, RDS, um, into a RTS playable kind of thing. And it never happened. I've got hopes for the Steam Pad as well, but I'm not actually tried one yet, so I'm not really sure. Right. Can I speak of the game? Because <laughs> I haven't <laughs> sure. actually said anything too. else that I've been playing. Um, I'm going to say on. something that Lewis isn't going to like, um, but, but John will. Right. But, right. Right. What? I just thought, yeah, we've had two new people on, and we haven't spoken about their gaming history. Nah, fuck it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we can do. We can do that. We can do that. Is that a thing that we still do? That was a thing that we let's, did back in the first ten episodes. Let's come back to that, and we'll okay cut to it. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. We'll see what time we're looking at at the end as well. Because this, is, this has gone on already a bit longer than I expected. An hour and a half. Yeah, but it's good. Yeah, but there's a lot. There's we're... a lot of just us talking at the beginning. Of Twenty minutes of banter. Start. Yeah. Yeah. Um, right, the Total game that bounce. I want to talk about quickly is Halo 5. So, John, you played it. Uh, well, no, you might not think that in a minute. Um, so, <laughs> me. Is it Pap? Uh, yeah, terrible. Me and my mates used to love Halo. Absolutely fucking love it. And we did with Halo, um, not with Halo 1, but with Halo 2 and 3. Um, one of us bought it and we didn't play it. And we went around to the other, somebody else's house and we had a group of us there. And we played basically where one person had the pad. As soon as you died, you passed the pad. Yeah, mm-hmm. and we played it yeah. like that. And one of them, I think we played, we did it co-op. We passed a couple of pads around, but that's what we've done with the Halo games traditionally. And, yeah. and we, it's been that's okay. Cool. We enjoyed doing it. You know, I didn't like Halo Two very much, but Halo Three brought me back. I wasn't a massive fan of Reach, but a couple of the other guys really liked it. And overall, we tend to have a pretty good night. We have a, we sink a few beers, we play it, and it's good fun. That was not the experience that we had with Halo Five. Well, by Halo all. Four, you, you you seem to have missed that. I out. didn't play Halo Four. So I can't speak to that. I know the other guys did, and they've all kind of stuck with the with the thing. But I, we didn't do this with Halo Four. At least I wasn't involved in it. So, but Halo Five, I came in. I didn't know very much about what was going on with the storyline, but that didn't really matter because it's Halo and it's kind of a name and dribbling anyway. Had Nathan Fillion in it, so I got a bit of a Woody, and I was hoping that that was going to really drive things forward, but it <laughs> didn't. It didn't do enough. And I just we played it. We played it for about five hours. And at the end of it, and we've done this with other games, we've done this with Call of Duty titles, we've done it with other, it tends to be FPSs that we do this with, because we pass the pad and we die and stuff. And usually at the end of the night, when we wind down and turn it off, and we've all had a few beers, and we're all going, oh yeah, do you remember that bit? Oh, that bit where we did this, or that bit where the nuke went off. Oh yeah, that bit, well, I couldn't believe that you missed that shot, and all this. We got to the end of Halo 5, and nobody had anything to say. Literally, yeah. it was just a dead room. Nope. I agree. It, there is no silent cartographer aspect to Halo 5. You remember the first time you did silent, car- silent cartographer yeah, yeah. level. There's none of that in Halo 5. I do not disagree with that. There was just no, there was no memorable content. It was just a continuous shooter with annoying voice actors. And don't get me wrong, the voice acting is very, very good. But it was just, an, it was irritating dialogue running over the stuff that you were supposed to be doing. The guns are awful 
like are beyond awful. You get these weird, like, Lewis, if you haven't played this or even seen it, the new bad guys, because the flood was shit, and hopefully somebody now has realised that the flood is shit. Um, the, these... You're not going to like Halo Wars 2, then? No. Well, I didn't no, know. I, I wasn't going to like that Wait, anyway. Wait, hang on. Is Halo Wars 2 actually a thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah it got announced at E3. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't oh, know. It announced at E3. That. It's cross-platform <laughs> between... Um, Windows 10 and Xbox One. See, that's how little I care about Halo Wars. Yeah, well, this is the thing. I, oh, it's just, I wanted to like it, but the, the the new bad guys, anyway, these bad guys, they're like these weird, they're the Forerunners, I think they're the Forerunners, aren't they? They're called Prometheans. Whatever the fuck they are. They're somehow, they're new, I don't really Halo understand 4. how yeah. this is, but anyway, they're, they're digital things. They're like... The, the, the humans that were composed and put in machine. Right, okay, so they're these fucking, di- like, Digimon. Whatever, I don't really understand. <laughs> but, like, they're yeah, basically Digimon. these blokes, yeah, these things, these human Digimon things that can teleport. Now, I never get this in games, right? But they're just, they're basically irritating fucknuts because you're trying to aim at one of them and it just arbitrarily goes, I'm teleporting now, oh, I'm over here, oh, no, I'm over there now. And you're there going, the soldier that can this teleport. is, this is one. hard enough to see you as it is, and now you're fucking around all over the place. But more annoyingly, if you can fuck around all over the place, just turn up behind me and shiv me in the bollocks. Why aren't you doing that? That would be a sensible thing for How you to do. How big are your bollocks? Well, do you know what? I'm the Master Chief, you know? They're pretty, pretty massive. But I just... The whole... Dude's never been laid. They're probably like the guns, The guns are terrible. You, get, you pick up these guns off these guys, and every time you aim down the iron sights, they do this weird thing where they kind of disassemble themselves. They're, they're the Lego guns. And they like yeah. disassemble themselves, and it, it takes up half of the screen. It's really distracting because I have no idea where I'm aiming. So every time I go to aim down the sights, or the gun basically disassembles, and I'm like, "What the fuck am I looking at? I don't, I can't aim anymore because I have my guns in the way of what I'm trying to do." The only thing I remembered from the game was how irritated I was playing it, and I didn't come away feeling good. None of us came away feeling like we'd had a good experience with it. There's four people in every level that you play there are four people so there's you and there's three npcs if you're playing it solo now it feels to me like the entire game is set up for co-op the whole is. thing is just set it up is for yeah co-op. now i don't know if you can play four player on the same screen no there's no split screen there's at no all. split no. screen at all right so it's a game that is designed for co-op see is that hang on, but you well, can't play that, split screen is that not a quite a big flaw there yeah i would what? say considering yeah. considering halo originally was a split screen or uh, console link multiplayer mm-hmm. game. No, I, I, I do yeah. agree. It does suck. Um, but they they came out and said like really early on that what we want to do is sell be, loads of copies of the game. It, yeah, it won't be there because we want to hit 1080p 60fps. That's what that's what the world wants. No, it isn't. And because there's little bitches out there that oh, are like, oh, it's got missing yeah, this is, this, this They've is the gone problem. for that. Yeah, they've gone for that. I'm happy with the. Th- it, don't, don't get me wrong. You can tell the differences. So, like, I've been watching Fallout Four videos from PC gamers, and oh my god, it's so smooth compared to the mm. Xbox version, which is smooth anyway. But you can tell the difference. But this is Halo. I'm happy for for slugness. But I'm happy you know? for it to when you switch it to a split screen experience for it to drop the FPS. I mean, that can't be that hard, can it? Surely. You no. go, okay, I think great, it's because there's so much go- most of the time. I think it's the hot with just with all the components in there now with the the AI and everything like that. It's it was just too much for them to achieve. I just I I think I honestly sounds like utter bollocks to me and not 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 from you but from them. No, no, but I understand. Yeah. But if it is utter bollocks, it's fine. <laughs> they'll shoot the mo- they'll shoot the mo- their own selves in the foot. John, um, you know, is yes? is the single player worth playing? Yes. 
I don't think so. I'll play it with you. I'll play co-op with you. Do no, but that's that's not single player. That's co-op. All right, but play it on your own then. It's worth playing. I played it on my own. Don't talk people out of playing games with me, Rich. <laughs> All right, sorry. Oh no, you're struggling with this. Yeah, the, no friends. I am. <laughs> um, look, personally, I love FPSs. I've got a long and true history with Halo, even through its bumpy patches. Me and this group of friends that came over, we've always had a soft spot for Halo, even though, as I said before, they've gone through some bumpy patches. And we really wanted to play this game. We genuinely, for the first couple of hours, we were trying to find things that we enjoyed in it and doing the requisite thing when you've got loads of people around and having drinks, you're all laughing and joking and it's all, you know, and then that just died. Like the, the night became deadpan after a while because everybody was just like, I just, I'm just not having fun. This isn't very good. I keep like, there were these constant fucking cutscenes. Every now and again, the game deigns to give you control. It's just like, be gentle with the pad because we don't <laughs> want to have to take this off you again, but we will. And then 15 minutes later, it does. And it's just like, I don't, I didn't care. I just couldn't feel myself caring about the game at all. And it was so disappointing. And, and I don't disagree with that. I disagree with the gunplay. I think the gunplay is absolutely solid. Really? Um, yeah, but to answer Louis' question, it, if it was the first Halo game I ever played and I had no knowledge about any of it, I probably, you know, I wouldn't massively recommend it but because i am stupidly in love with halo like <laughs> right. i but um, i know you took a break from twitter but literally soon i finished it i did it in one sitting i live streamed it eight hours boom straight through even though it says it took me three hours and some minutes today i'm like that's bullshit eight hours um to, to go through yeah, well, it, 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 it stops the timer when the cutscenes are on <laughs> oh yeah it's not metal gear it's not happening oh that's true <laughs> but yes i and I, I, it finished and it concluded and I was like, I'm so torn with this. And it took me over a week to really decide whether I liked what they'd done or not. And I'm still kind of torn. You know, I, I've spoke to other Halo fans, non-Halo fans. I've read forums. I've watched theory videos and stuff. And I'm like, yes, it's a, it's a great, for me, it was a great experience. But they have backed themselves into a corner with this in, yeah, in multiple yeah. ways. One one with mechanics, you know. If they put out Halo 6 and it's got split-screen FPS and it's uh, split-screen uh, and all that jazz, it's going to suck for five because it then breaks up the the, the, the chain of, of split-screen for people. <coughs> and the story, it the ending was... They can't do any extended universe between now and six, in my opinion, because of where they are. You can't have a book trilogy like a trilogy of, of books that are based between five and six because you need to know every detail that happens after i kind what of happens. i mean i went off the story for halo quite a while ago because I, I read the original books so i read Reach yes the, the eric nyland yes, novels which yeah. weren't written very still, well, some, story, still some of the best the, the, books i didn't like the way halo. they were written but the story was okay the um the, the problem that i the games just di they diverted so much from that and then stopped making any sense at all but I just was just like, look, I'm just going to play the game for the game, and I'm just going to enjoy it for the FPS and the fun of it. I don't. And then after a while, the storyline started getting so drivelly that I was just like, I don't, I don't under, I neither understand nor care what the fuck is going on right yeah. now. Just let me shoot some shit that is inexplicably speaking English, and I'll be absolutely fine. And I, I completely get that. Yeah, yeah. that's that's it. Anyway, I didn't enjoy it. I didn't enjoy it to the point where I would act actively recommend that people didn't get it. And if, I think if you're a massive Halo fan and it takes you a week to still be indecisive whether you liked it or not, you didn't fucking like it. Admit it to yourself. Yeah. Well, it's not so much that didn't like it. It was that what they'd done with it. It, it, it. They said that they would turn Halo on its head. And yeah, by did. making it shit. 
maybe I don't know. I, do, I, I still I, play I, it. I still love I, it. I, just, I, yeah, I, think, I, still... I think I've got this overwhelming disappointment with it. I think that's my problem. I think I have want you played any of the multiplayer though? No. Arena no. is fucking incredible. You see, I it's don't. The best I don't get games. I don't get games for multiplayer. I buy a game for the single player, specifically a game like Halo. I will buy it for the single player, and I will stay for the multiplayer. If I like the the game, I will stay for the multiplayer or the co-op or whatever it is. I didn't like the single player to the point where I, I think I was massively put off by the fact that there were four of us in the room and we really wanted to be playing it split screen and we couldn't. And it was a co-op game, mm -hmm. and you had these other people with you, and you just couldn't play it. With the four people, yeah. even though the game seemed to be set up for it, it was just stupid. No, I, stupid I agree. Decision. Yeah, they they really like effed up a bit there, and and that's the, it. They <laughs> the, the, the the biggest thing, the biggest disappointment for me for a Halo fan of the games and the extended universe is that they came out multiple times and said that this game was standalone. You wouldn't need to know extended universe. That was a massive bullshit because there's so much in there that will make sense. That makes perfect sense if you've read. The Forerunner saga of books, if you've read Escalation, if you've played Spartan Ops, which technically is an extended universe because, you know, it wasn't part of Halo 4 primarily, you know, it was extended with Halo 4. And so you needed to read and play and watch those to get Halo 5. Otherwise, it is a giant mess, like you say. Like, you'll have no idea who... No, well, this is who, exactly... Um, this is exactly Lock killed the at the beginning. You can't do this. And even... I mean, Star, the, the guys that yeah, do Star Wars get yeah. this. You know, they've got all this extended universe material and they've gone well, we're just not going to use any of that and the fan yeah. massive fans have gone what you can't fucking you can't be serious and jj abrams is just like come on seriously you expect everybody to read all that shit so they understand the movie come on that doesn't make yeah, any exactly. sense yeah. that's rubbish let, let's right look can we should we I move agree. away from halo 5 I, it's, it's, it's yeah, gonna be a bit yes, of a divisive please. thing it's gonna be a bit of a divisive <laughs> thing died. I'm, still, I'm still here but i'm it's, like uh, good job alex is like good i played halo 2 on vista and I played, it was amazing i played halo, yeah the thing is though halo <laughs> 1 you could play co-op on the PC, but not on the Xbox. You could play it split screen. Afterwards, yeah. You could play split screen on the Xbox. Could you? On the yeah, first Halo one. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah Halo you one. could play, but you couldn't play online. It, no. uh, it was you, much better no. on the PC. Well, you yeah. play with multi, like uh, yeah, local system, link. Local link. system link. Yeah, system link. Yeah. That's what we used uh, to do. Well, with, yeah, yeah. with Halo one, we used to play sixteen people by having four Xboxes in the same house. All connected. Yeah. Fucking epic one. AFPS. Everybody's like, oh. But, but it was fun. it was perfect, and everybody was, was playing yeah. on the screen the size of a postage stamp, and we didn't fucking care. <laughs> so no, you didn't. Yeah, exactly. I, when I, I, were I, I, I agree. We yeah, didn't exactly. Care we were playing on a screen. No, that was everybody, the size of a everybody stamp. had everybody had eight <laughs> pixels each, and we just fucking got on with it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, standard yeah, standard definition is where it's at. Obviously. Yeah, exactly. We all had square screens. God, yep. kids look at us funny now. And square eyes because you had to sit that close. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Okay. Um, another game. Uh, we're gonna have to rattle through a couple more because I don't want to run too long today. Um, but so, do, so, um, if you, if, how about go on. I was gonna say, so not so much a game, but a peripheral or whatever. God, I bought the uh, wireless dongle for Windows 10 for my Xbox Pad. Okay, that's pretty good. It, okay. it, it works really, really well. Can you not use it's... the original Xbox 360 wireless dongle with a, with an Xbox One Pad? Does it need to be a different one? It's, yeah, two different signals. Right. Okay, mm. I thought that might be the case. So, okay, and it works um, great. No problems. Yeah, yeah. Into literally, pressing it syncs up straight away. The distance on it is 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 great. You know, I can literally be on PC playing, going to the kitchen. And I think it's arguably better than the Xbox One built-in receiver. I don't know if it's because it's external and it's not being, you know, messed with by, by casings and stuff. But the signal's 
quality is really, really strong when I'm in, in the kitchen, which is, you know, a couple of rooms away with my headset on. So. See, I still use Why Netflix are you playing from the kitchen, though? That's my well, key just question. just in case, you never know. You know, you're not, you don't know what you're going to need to do. I mean, some... I'm that good at Halo, right? <laughs> so you need to be in the same room. <laughs> so you can play it in a completely different room. <laughs> you, in fact, you get a better experience with Halo if you're in a different room. You joke about that. I used to be able to do that with uh, Wii Bowling. <laughs> I could, could do a different could, room and fling your I can't even up. do this in normal bowling, but I could bowl a strike in Wii Bowling from another room, not looking, but, like, I, yeah, in, in the same <laughs> room, awesome. I'd be like... See, I always, I always used to find that the signal strength on the Xbox 360 pads was still pretty good because my signature trick used to be when we go round to a mate's house to play uh, a split-screen game or something, and I'd take my pad with me, and then we'd all go, yeah, okay, they'd carry on playing the game, and I'd go to leave, and then I'd just stand just outside their window, push the Xbox Central button, push up twice, and then push A, <laughs> and they'd still be inside the house playing it, and the, and the console would you turn You evil off. bastard. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's just a fun thing to do. That's a perfectly normal thing for an asshole to do, isn't it? That, yeah, shit, everybody. I think I'm going to have to get a, an Xbox One pad at some point. I just don't see the point, because I do use my Xbox 360 pad to play quite a lot of PC games, and I'm, I like the Xbox One pad. I just don't think I like it enough. It took me a while to adjust. I, I don't think it makes enough of a difference between the 360 pad and the one pad because i i went from using my 360 to using the one pad and actually it's been a fairly smooth transition yeah i i wish that they'd made it so that the xbox 360 wireless receiver that you could plug it into the xbox one because to so many people have got so many Xbox 360 pads, and actually button layout is exactly the same. Yeah. Why can't you just use that on an Xbox One? I think the difference is, is like uh, with the Xbox One pad, you can do the double tap to um, like take screenshots or uh, record oh, yeah, a video. And I'm sure that they could just disable that. On yeah. the, you know, if you're playing with an Xbox 360 pad, you don't get there that. There could shit. have been a way to do it, but it's it's also then people would be like, oh, I've got to buy something else, or I've got to use something else to, to get this experience where, you know. Yeah, like, I do, the, I do get it. It's just annoying. Because <laughs> no, 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 everybody's, no, no doubt, everybody's so. got Xbox 360 pads. Like, I've got tons of them. I don't even have a working Xbox, 360, uh, Xbox 360. So Does anybody have a working 360 anymore? I don't I've think got, so. I've got one here. It's a nice footstool I'm using at the moment. <laughs> I've I've got several. I've got. I've I've never had a forty three sixty. Oh I've had three. God. Three. I, I had a launch day. I had. Uh, I got the Halo three one. The Halo Reach one. Um, I've got the Halo four one as well. I had a um, launch day, a core, and then a second hand core. I think. Did I have an? Uh, I don't know if I had an elite. So I think I. I don't know if I had an elite. But anyway, I've got three in the house now that still work. <laughs> anyway, so, and what, just, and one of them is the world one. is peppered with red ringing Xbox 360. Yeah. They're everywhere. <laughs> there needs to be some Looking. kind of like reclaim program for them, for veterans of Xbox 360 wars. There has to be a balance in the force. Yeah, um, mine, right. li- mine lived in a towel for a good couple of months. Yes, mine did as well. But you see, kids will never know the struggle. <laughs> They'll never know the struggle of having to towel your Xbox. Toweling your Xbox is like blowing into a cartridge. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That was our blowing into the cartridge of this generation. And actually, I still yeah. blow into cartridges because my kids play on an NES. <laughs> and I can't let them do it because otherwise it's just spittle in the cartridges. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly that's how they do it. No, no you're, just making it. It, you're just making it stick more. Stop it. Um, right, okay. Now, nowadays, you just get canned air, wouldn't you? No, canned air's expensive. Use the face. Right, canned okay. air doesn't do fucking shit. The, uh, right, we need to talk about more games. What I'm happened? sorry, Mr. First Line Defense, or whatever you are. <laughs> okay, I don't know where we are now. What, what just happened? Uh, who's talking about a game? Um, you are. 
I was talking. No, you spoke about Halo. I've, I've uh, no, about Halo. Oh, 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 no, no, John oh, was talking oh, oh, about oh. peripherals. Yeah, John okay, was talking yes. about peripherals, and I was going to talk about Tembo the Badass Elephant, but I can't be asked. Um, uh, okay, cool. Is it good? Uh, so you've got to say yes right, or no. Platformer. Cool. Um, however, who's, who's it made by? Right. I I bought some um, computer glasses. Pardon? Computer glasses. Gaming oh, yeah, glasses. Okay. Like yeah, yeah, gaming glasses. Those weird yeah, like, like gunners, but yeah, yeah, cheap, cheap gunners. How cheap? Um, yeah. Probably 50, $4.99. 50 quid cheaper than okay. Gunners. Jeez, you still spent a bit on them then. Other gaming yeah. glasses what? are available. No, we don't care. <laughs> no, we don't care. <laughs> We're not sponsored, doesn't give a shit. Okay. Actually, hopefully. <laughs> if, I'm pretty sure earlier I promoted Pirate Bay, so at this point, anything <laughs> fucking goes. <laughs> I'm hoping that if I talk about my my Duco glasses enough, that Duco, <clears throat> you, <laughs> you can buy other brands, but Duco are uh, very good. And actually, I've, he- I've heard that Duco are quite good as well. H- how do you spell that? Uh, <laughs> D- so, so that's uh, D U C O uh, Duco. Is that dot com or dot co dot uk? Oh it's come on com. now! <laughs> but other brands are available. <laughs> We're not going to link their websites. The thing is, I don't need to buy Duco or Gunair because um, I have my eyes are um, basically I'm allergic to light. I guess you could say. Uh, so I have you're to wear game. glasses. So you're a are... vampire. <laughs> Either way, my eyes are, are allergic. Like not, <coughs> not so me. You're photo, you're so your eyes are va- So your eyes are vampires. Yeah, I've got photosynthesis vampiric eyes. Yeah. Shit. Uh, so I wear glasses that are like thirty percent tinted. Right. So I don't need. To, I don't have to worry about that, which is awesome. See, I've, cool I've only fuck. ever put a pair of these things on once, and that was EGX twenty. 13 or 2014, I can't remember. Was that, were they Duco glasses? No, they, they were Duco. <laughs> um, and I tried them, and I was just like, everything looks a bit yellow. And they had these screens set up, and they went, look at the screen with them. And look at the screen without them. And I was just like, with them on, I look like, I feel like I'm looking for urine. And without them on, it just looks normal. And, and people were there going, they're so fucking amazing. If I'm playing a game for five hours, my eyes hurt so much. But if I wear these, it's absolutely fine. And I'm just like, I sit in front of Blink. I sit in front of a PC, <laughs> yeah, for like fucking twelve hours, and then I come home and do it all over again. Maybe your eyes are shit. Maybe you need to get better eyes. I I, I just don't get it. I know people swear by them, and I'm sure that they are amazing. I just personally, I just don't get it. All it's doing, surely, is limiting the amount of light that reaches your eyes. Turn the fucking gamma down. Isn't that all, all it is? The the whole point for me is I sit in front of a screen all day, and then I come home, come home, and then sit in front of a screen. Yeah, and I haven't worn them for the last couple of days when I've been at work, but I've not been sat in front of the TV when I got home. Whereas this evening, I was sat in front of the TV for a couple of hours, and I could feel my eyes getting tired, and they start to sting. And did they before though, or is this an effect that they've had on you? Maybe you're just tired. Well, uh, maybe I am, but I I put them on and I started. I was sat in front of the TV, um, and then sat in front of the PC. And actually, they, I, I don't feel as tired anymore, or my eyes don't feel as tired. You, there's got to be something to this. There's so many people that say that these things are so incredible that there's got to be something to it. I just can't help but think there's just some kind of mass placebo effect going on, where people think that it's going to help, and therefore it does. Or they're but actually do doing something. you know something. what? I'm happy. Yeah, well, that's fine. If you spend money, if it and is a placebo effect, yeah, that's fine. If I spent 20 uh, 20 quid on a placebo, I'm fine with that. 
yeah, as long as you as long as you think it's working and you're happy, then I thought, all right, that's fine. I mean, Christianity's been doing it for fucking years. Why not a pair of glasses? Oh. Um. So <laughs> the I don't. Yeah. All right. I find that that's okay. I just can't help but think that really all they're doing is that they're limiting the amount of light that's reaching your eyes. So actually, if you just turn down the right Christianity. No. Well, that too, <laughs> limiting the amount of information that's getting to your brain. The I just think that maybe <laughs> if you turn the, the the brightness down on your screen, you'd get a similar effect, wouldn't you? But then. But then you're looking. So I turn, and that's probably why I've got fucked up eyes. But I've always turned the brightness up, not massively, but I like to be able to see down a corridor. Yeah. So if I turn yeah, it down, yeah, yeah. I can't see down a corridor. Well, there's a difference and my between, eyes still there's hurt. a difference between so, brightness and gamma, though, isn't it? So I don't know. Ask Bruce Banner. Right. I, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I get, I get it. All right. Look, I'm, I, the only way I'm gonna, I, I would settle this permanently is by actually getting a pair. Is if they, is if Duco sent you a yeah, pair. Yeah. Send me. Do you know what, Duco? Sort it out. Right. If you want to get somebody who's completely like not interested in these at all on site, send me a pair. And do you know what? If they're worth a decent amount of money, even if they're shit, I'll sing you fucking praises because I've got free stuff. I'm, uh, I've got no, <laughs> I've got no pride. <laughs> fucking hell. I'm, I'm happy to sing that low. I've got no problem. Right. Look, do we want to talk about any more games? Are we happy with the length of this podcast? Is there anything that somebody else wants to speak about desperately? No, I think we've talked about. Well, I've talked about everything that I wanted to talk about. Oh, so you're done. In that case, you just want yeah, to call I'm it done. Night, yeah? I'm out. Okay, well, fucking thanks. All right, Deborah. Is there is there anything else? Is there one from the games that you haven't spoken about on your list that we've got here? Is there one game that you really wanted to speak about that we haven't done yet? Have any of you played Hearthstone, or any of you play Hearthstone? Yes. Yes. Hearthstone? Have you been yes, playing but, the but, Explorers but, League? No, no. I don't even know what it is. I saw this on your list, and I'm not even. I don't even know. Yeah, it's a new expansion that came out. They released it just after Blizzard. They'd, no one, he- no one had heard anything about it. And at BlizzCon, sorry, they uh, they announced it and said, "Hey, by the way, it's out on Thursday, and uh, it's loads of fun. It's like thirteen quid for uh, forty-five new cards, effectively." So, yeah, it's pretty cool. It's just too expensive. New, ad- for me. new advent, new adventure mode. Lots of fun. I'm enjoying. Their expansions it. are too expensive for me. For half. Th- thirteen quid, forty-five. Uh, yeah, I guess so. If you get experience, if you get fun out. At least they're guaranteed cards rather than having to buy hundreds of packs. Possibly get. One. Yeah, that's I mean that's true. You got to work through the dungeon or whatever it is. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not difficult. It's not difficult. So. For the time that I've ploughed into um, Hearthstone, free to play, mm-hmm. I I think thirteen quid isn't a bad deal. No, so. when you guaranteed cards for it. I mean, I paid for Nax. I paid for Nax for yeah. and it was definitely worth it. Definitely, definitely worth it. The problem that you've got though is that after a point, you get you get to a point where you're playing the free version only, and you don't have cards from Nax, and you don't have cards from Blackrock. You, you get to the point which is impossible to win. Yeah. Because well, people no, who have got these cards. Well, no, you've only got to look at any of the win. streamers and watch them with their Yeah, but the other, the other major issue that you've got is if you don't have the cards, you don't know what they do. So you don't know how to compete against them. That's true enough. I mean, the, the, I've been playing Hearthstone since before it was released. I had Alpha and Beta Access, and I guess that's it. I've, I've, I've ploughed a fair bit of money into it, and I enjoy it, so... I don't. I, no, I just definitely not a free to play game for me. <laughs> that's that's kind of the key thing, though. Yeah. If you you plow money into it because you enjoy it, yeah. It's like, it's like people say, oh, it's play to win. It's play to win. Yeah, you can spend all the money on the world if you're not good at the game. You're not going to win anything. So. No, exactly. That I, and you could have crappy RNG is, with card I don't, I don't think it is pay to win that game. I think if anything, it's 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 pay. Obviously, it's pay for advantage. That's what any one of these games is. But the advantage only makes any sense if you can actually use it. If you're still a shocking player, you're going to be a shocking player with good cards. It's not even that, though, because I played with... I'm pretty sure I played with the base deck, and um, I didn't... I'm pretty sure I didn't win any rounds. But um, when I played with Rich watching and then talking me through playing around, 
and he was like, so do this, do that, do this, do that. Yeah. And actually, I won, I think, seven or eight rounds. And then when you start getting a feel for it and you build your own deck and you start understanding how cards interact with each other and everything, Mm. then, yeah, that's the whole experience. That's what it is. And look, do you know what? I still, I don't begrudge paying this kind of money. I bought Nax. I haven't bought Blacklock, but I was just tapering off playing the game at the time. I don't begrudge paying. I think Blackrock was more expensive, though. Yeah, I think no, it I was think closer. It, had, it had more content. It, oh, it had that, more wings. That might be why. I think it so. might have been closer to 20 quid, which is why I was just like, oh, God. Yeah, this yeah is... it was like 17 pounds. Yeah, think, yeah. Right? And I was like, oh, this is an awful lot of money. And also, I'd not long bought Nax when Blackrock came out, and I was like, oh, yeah. I don't want to have to do it again. So, I, yeah, I think that's probably why. I think I will go back to it. It's a great game. Specifically, now it's come out on mobiles. And it works really, really well on yeah, Android. Yeah, definitely. Then it's yeah. just, oh, it's just one of those things. The problem is, the productivity works. You know what I'm playing when I'm in bed tonight, don't you? Oh, I've played it in ages. <laughs> yeah, you start talking about it, and then that's it. Right. Okay. Um, John, do, is there any other game that you want to speak about before we go? Thirty seconds on Tomb Raider. It's really, really good. It's more of the same, and absolved. <laughs> it's got Lara Croft in it. Done. Well, no. Um, if it's more of um, the last Tomb Raider game then I'm sold because yeah, that was same. brilliant. Yeah, I thought it was incredible. Yes, yeah, it was yeah, a really yeah. good game. But some people don't like, didn't like, like some reviewers. That's because they're they cunts. Way, yeah. They paid way too much money. Didn't like it because it was more of the same. And they, they criticised the, the story and the voice acting and the portrayal of Laura. But I was hooked on, there's a lot of emotional hooks in that game. And there were, there's two WTF moments. One way, no, listen, listen. I'm not gonna say the scene, yeah. We don't I'm want any, we don't want any Lee dies experience, no, no like spoilers. <laughs> it's not a spoiler, just watch out for the C word. That's what that's what I was gonna say. Oh, There's whoa. a scene with the C word, and I was like, Really, WTF, yeah, wow. And then, then there's scenes later on, which you know, a real like, oh. See, there were I'm good like, bits like that in the in the in the in the previous one, the reboot, and it, not like yes. C word or anything, but there were these bits where yeah. you just kind of went, "Whoa!" That's what that's the kind yeah. of thing that I'm I'm talking about. When you get a group of people yes. over to play a single player game, even though one person's got the pad, you come away from it at the end of the day going, "Oh yeah, yeah. that bit, whoa, that was yeah. really good," and that that's that's the kind of experience that you want. Those memorable moments. Yes, and there's quite a few of them, and I I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, took me about just shy of 20 hours to, to really? get through and finish on that's like, really 84%. good for a single player only game yeah well I did about 84% of everything I didn't do all the side missions because there's one even, side mission that I couldn't to do fair, I even to... 84% that's still pretty good 20 mm, hours yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah I mean well, Call, Call of Duty, Duty, Call Duty campaign nowadays is going to run 8 to 10 hours maximum isn't it surely no indeed so but it's a great experience and it is definitely a pickup. you know it, it's not a bargain bin it's when you've got 35 to 50 pound depending where you buy it from if you buy it digitally or physically but it is you've got you've got to buy it it's an essential purchase i think it just yeah do you need to have finished the last one um no because it it all it all that kate the only crossover not also spoil the last one if you haven't played it um the only crossover is like uh, there's like one character Mm -hmm. that crosses over the games with her okay um but you get an idea of their bond from the beginning Yeah, yeah so I think I'm yeah. about three quarters of the way through the story on the first one. Oh, you'd be fine then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you when you get thingy, um, and it literally is the rise of the Tomb Raider. She becomes a Tomb Raider. You feel like the next one's going to be a Tomb yeah. Raider game. There you go. So in, in the next game, they're going to go right back to the point where you're spending about 25 minutes jumping, and then you slip once and all the way back down at the bottom, and you've got to start <laughs> all the way fucking over again. And there's a giant T-Rex squid. Yeah, that's where they're I coming from. I did read that um, 
there are more tombs in this, and they're not optional. They're actual proper puzzle tombs as opposed to... Yeah, there are two or three more tombs. I think there's like 11 or something like that in total. Nine of them are optional. You don't have to do them. You don't have to do them. Yeah, nine of them are optional. You don't have to do them. But they are... Well, six or seven of them. There's two that are a bit bleh, but the rest are incredible. It's not just like counterbalancing stuff. It's, you know, figuring out puzzle pieces and water levels and and they're really Mm. good. Now, there are some parts... More tomb than the last game. Now, there are some bits that aren't really tombs, but they... People are classing them as tombs. Like, there's a bit with a ship uh, that's not a tomb, but it's underneath a mountain, so it's kind of a tomb. But it's not a tomb, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, You've got to do stuff. How the fuck did a ship get underneath a mountain? Have you never seen Goonies? part of the stuff. Huh? Ha, true. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) you've never seen Goonies. Sorry, that's me told. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you're actually playing Goonies. Yeah, I love it. That sounds brilliant. But they had but that in the first game story as well. And stuff. They had that that kind of thing where there were tombs that weren't actually tombs. There was something they they were yeah. just but, an but old. But these building. are a lot more puzzle orientated. It's not like you'll see that you you know you use whatever a vision is, fucking stone vision, and be like, oh, there's a bit there highlighted. I've just got to get to that. That's your end game. You've got to figure out how to do this bit, and and there'll be something up the river that you've got to do to get this bit to work. But the game doesn't tell you that. Laura will tell you after a while. She'll go, huh, what about some barrels? But that's after a few minutes of you trying to figure out what to do. <laughs> She's like giving you pity information. Yeah, and you're like, fuck you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> bitch, keep your mouth shut. Yeah, but thanks, cheers. And you go to the river and she's like, told you. But yeah, no, I, never once did I feel overwhelmed, but never once did I feel like, oh my God, I could have done that like in the next room while we bowling kind of thing. You know, it was, I had to pay attention to what was happening. And I really, really enjoyed this it. This sounds like it's going to have to be got, to be honest. I didn't get, I didn't play uh, the reboot of Tomb Raider until quite late after it came out because I just didn't, I lost interest in the Tomb Raider games completely. And I genuinely, I didn't think that they'd be able to bring it back. And then I Angel of Darkness was the last one I played. I eventually got kind of turned into playing it. Um, and I just, abs- I thought it was amazing. I thought it was absolutely brilliant. I really kicked myself for not for not picking it up earlier on. So I'm going to have to pick this one up earlier, I think, if it will play I don't know when PC. it's out on PC. I know it's obviously not on PS4 to next year, but I'm not sure about the PC we'll version. We'll have to see. That's going to be the thing that's going to... That's gonna, I'm going to have to wait until it comes out on PC. No, no, indeed. Yes, right, okay. I, right, I'm going to quickly throw a game out there that I've been playing a lot. Well, I've been playing a bit. I've been playing Vermintide quite a lot, which I think we've spoken about at, at length before anyway, so I don't need to speak about that too much. But I've been playing a little game called Deponia, which was in a Humble Bundle that came out for a while ago now. Um, if you're into point-and-click adventure games and you like the old kind of cartoony 2D point-and-click adventure games, a.k.a. Discworld, if you enjoy the Discworld point-and-click games, um, or Monkey Island, like Curse of Monkey Island mm-hmm. and stuff, this is exactly in that style, exactly in that kind of comedy element as well. It's really snarky, it's really, it's got a good storyline, it's... Um, difficult in a lot of places and I, I do confess to getting stuck and having to google a couple of things to get past it um, <laughs> it's it was good it's a great game it's one of those things that if somebody had if it hadn't been the humble bundle or if somebody hadn't appointed it to me then i would have i wouldn't have ever known that it had existed but there's two there's deponia and deponia 2 and i got both of them and i started playing deponia but apparently deponia 2 is just is better is everything that deponia was but better it's definitely worth picking up if you like point and click adventure games there you go that's the end of it are we done do we want to talk about news or are we happy to drop the mic and fuck off? I'm happy to drop mic. Good. Right. Okay. 
Right, that's I it. Think that's... This was, oh, no, oh, I think oh, this was a, a good introduction to, well, Alex, who Hello. will potentially be joining us more frequently, and yep. John, who can join us more frequently if he wishes to. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you be John. You've been on here before, haven't you? Yeah, I did the name game, name game, name yes, game. You did. Thing. I remember. Yeah, we did. Uh, John, you were on the um, Pimp Cast. Yeah. I did like the moonwalking Michael Jackson thing or whatever. That's right. And you beat me, you bastard. <laughs> and it was fourteen ninety nine on PlayStation Four. Good God, God, God. <laughs> okay, that's been um, Ready Player Two episode fifty nine. Uh, we we're not going to do any news and bollocks because we've spoken about stuff for ages and we've obviously all played an awful lot of games. Um, Lewis, I'm feeling this new this new blood thing because they play loads more games than us. Our they list, do. Well, I'm, I'm really a bull. So it's because I've got more money than both of us. And well. time. It's just, I, I need to get rid of some of the kids. I've got too many. I think I need to I've share got, I've, I've got two children as well. So. Don't, don't I've got start, two kids, but oh, and, one and of them's at school full time. Back to your previous look, look, episodes. I've got three, alright? So, obviously Aww. the one. <laughs> it makes a difference. One oh, up, one I'm up. Spin it, I'm spinning it now. <laughs> These guys play way more games, so we're going to have to get them on more frequently. Um, I've been spending most of this month writing, because it's NaNoWriMo, and if nobody knows what NaNoWriMo is, then nobody will care, but the whole thing is that you're supposed to be writing 50,000 words in a month. Actually, it's really fucking difficult, especially when you want to be playing games and doing other things as well. And then you... halfway... Th- what? John, didn't you already read Stag Push? I've started reading it because I was the one that was all like the. I thought I was uh, going to be reading a porno thing with the plumber stuff. That's right. Yeah. Um, I'll be. I'll be honest. I haven't finished it, but that's just me. My attention span. Nah, so. <laughs> no, that's, nobody, not, that's not. That's not you. That's not. That's not a slight on your work. It's <laughs> no, my, it's my attention span. Yeah, what a twat. it's fine. Nobody's finished it as long as people bought it. I don't give a shit. <laughs> nobody's finished. Nobody's finished it. Nobody knows that at the end there are the lot numbers for next week. Yeah. Well. I, See, you killed off was, my favourite character, so it doesn't matter. We're not talking oh. about that. Don't say anything. I've already had somebody drop a drop a spoiler on Twitter, and I. Oh. Anyway, yeah, the whole thing. Nanarimo is the the whole idea is supposed to be writing fifty thousand words in November, and then in the middle of the November they brought out Fallout Four, which is just not helpful at all. <laughs> I just like to point that out. But also, what are you on like forty six thousand now? Though you've done well. I'm on you? 40, how do you know that? Are you following? Because you tweeted oh, it. That's true. That's a good point. <laughs> People actually listen I'm to what behind you. How do you know that? Oh, you told the world. Because <laughs> I, I told the world. Yeah, I get that. I get that. Uh, but then, but then nearer the end of the month as well, Netflix brought out Jessica Jones, and I, I just feel like the world is is conspiring against, against you. me. They're bringing yeah. out media that they want me to play or watch instead of writing. But I'm doing okay. I'm getting close to it, so I think that's all right. I haven't started Jessica Jones yet. Is it worth it? I, Compared to Daredevil, Daredevil's awesome. So. I loved it. I think they made a personally. I feel like they made a couple of mistakes with Daredevil. Um, namely the outfit, but the rest of it I did really enjoy. Um, Jessica Jones, I confess, I, I knew very little to nothing about Jessica Jones' character. It's got fucking David Tennant in it. It's got who, sorry? David Tennant. It has. Boom! Yeah. And, and I've got to say, if you don't know what's going on in this, David Tennant plays a character that can basically mind control people and get them to do whatever they want. Watch Jessica Jones, and then go back and watch Doctor Who, and you cannot help but think that the people in the TARDIS with him are not companions. They're slaves. That's that's, <laughs> that's that's the way that I now think about David Tennant because he is brilliant in it. I didn't know anything about Jessica Jones, but I really enjoy it. It is really really good. It's very different to a lot of stuff that they're doing with Marvel, so I really like it. Anyway, if like John, you want to know exactly how much I've written, and I forget that I've done it, and you want to see what I'm doing on Twitter and stuff like that, you can find me on Twitter at Zebwen. That's Z E B W E N. You can find my writing stuff at Richard-Horsley.com. Yeah, dot com. <laughs> Richard dot com. Uh, you can find Static Push on Amazon. Uh, and Lewis, where can people find you? You can find me at Louis underscore con. 
I don't tweet as much as I used to, but um, yeah, if you want to well, read my general general opinion on things, you which can is find usually me. which is usually hate. Well, no, I did tweet earlier about Fallout being good. Oh, okay, good. Yes, positivity. You did, yeah. That's what I like to see. Two weeks after it had been released, because I was too busy playing it. That's fine. That's on the release. That's no problem. Uh, Alex, where can people find you? Yeah, Twitter at Alex underscore Z, that's Z-E-D. Um, and I am planning on maybe starting a Twitch Hearthstone channel. Maybe. Um, oh, just, just because I, I feel like I want to have a go at that and see if I'm any good. So maybe if I'm on again and I've started that, I'll have some links. That's cool. But yeah. Sweet. I, I'll watch I think that. I'm good enough to have people watch me. <laughs> <laughs> you maybe. can edit. Oh no, if you're twitching, you can't edit. Oh, you're right on the, right on the edge of it. Oh. <laughs> ah, that's okay. That's okay. I, I've only ever got to rank 13. Oh, I've done like, eight uh, is my highest, but I, I've not really, I've not really ever pushed further than oh, that. Oh, you're, you're all way better than me. Yeah. You're all I just come up against Paladins and Majors 13 onwards and I'm like, fuck you, Iceblock. <laughs> John, where can people find you on Tinterwebs? On Tinterwebs, uh, at Protofo on Twitter. Um, and then Protofill Gaming on Twitch and YouTube. That December is my revival month, so I've had a lot of changes this month. So I'm going to start doing a lot more of that kind of stuff, which I know Louis Louis hates. Why do people play video games on the internet? Because um, you're a dick. It gives, <laughs> yes, it means I'm a dick. So if you want to be one of my bollocks, then one of your you can, bollocks. You know, yeah, because you know, everybody's dick. got something. Oh, yeah, everybody's you got Canaanites, haven't you? Jerogarlics. Sorry, if you want to be one of my bollocks, then... Presumably yeah. you only need two... Anyway, look, we'll move on. Um, so, <laughs> that's where you can find John. You can find Ready Player 2 as a whole uh, on Twitter at ReadyP2. You can find us on Tinterwebs at ReadyPlayer2. That's TWO.co.uk. Uh, we are very generously hosted by the ThePalaceOfWisdom.co.uk as well, so you can find loads of good articles and stuff on there. We don't post very many articles to our website because we can't be bothered. And actually, a lot of the time, we don't even do podcasts, so <laughs> what are you going to do? Um, so, but they do post loads of articles, and you've probably seen them all over Facebook, and you didn't even know that they were Palace of Wisdom's articles, but they actually are. Um, and that is it. Is there anything else that I should be pimping out, Lewis? Acast. And um, we do Acast. I don't really understand the situation with Acast, so you're probably better at explaining that. Okay, so we're actually hosted by Acast, but we are um, kind of networked with the Palace of Wisdom. Yep. So we From are there. We're the gaming division of uh, <laughs> the Palace of Wisdom. This is scary. Palace yeah. of Wisdom. Um, but yeah, the the lovely folks over at Acast, who are a fairly new podcast hosting provider, are um, they're they're the guys that basically say, yeah, we'll we'll host your podcast and give you some money if people actually listen to you. Which, which means we're never, we're just... never going to get anything from it. <laughs> uh, am I right in saying as well that if you hear? Um, uh, advertisements interspersed in the podcast that it's them that have put them there. Yeah, so if you guys do hear an advert, uh, it's not us, it's the hosting providers. Unless it's for those glasses that we were going on about for ages. Which is entirely Audio product placement. There you go. Great, right, look, that has been us. That has been the old guys and the new guys. It's been Ready Player 2, episode 59. We're all going to collectively drop the mic. Thank you very much for listening. Goodbye! Bye! Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.